It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'ma get it. Cause I, I, I been waiting all night. It's game time. It's game time. Here's your host, Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch Smith. And good afternoon. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of, uh, I'm sorry. This is stupid. I, I mean, I'm, 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 we're starting a, our talk show at three o'clock in the afternoon with a football, with an NFL football game in the middle of the first quarter. I mean, it's holy moly. Welcome to 2020. Tom Stretch, Garrett, glad you're with us. Glenn, how you doing? Good, fellas. How are you today? I'm doing all right. Garrett, you doing okay? I'm good. Doing good. Good. All right, it's 301. Let's go ahead and get it done so we can get into this football and everything else. Time for the flat bill cap of the day update. Well, this is a – I've never seen this one. Is this new? No, I've had this one for about 10 years. Oh, okay. It just – I don't know. I haven't, I, this is the San Jose Sharks. So we got a – it's uh, black on the backside, white on the front, and it's uh, it's got the chartreuse – Green flat bill. <laughs> What's that color? Again? I don't know what he said. <laughs> I thought it was. Like, I thought it, I was going to need to say God bless you. I thought he'd sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> short truce. Short truce. Uh, what would you call that? Aqua. I would say like teal or aqua. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that that Shark Tank blue. Shark Tank blue. There you go. Oh boy. And then to look up and see an NFL game going on. It's a it's a strange day. I mean it, it's it's gotta have Wednesday afternoon football, man. We cannot miss the lighting of this Christmas tree tonight, regardless <laughs> hey, I, of what no 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 go there today. We're not going there. We're, <laughs> no, we're gonna on. focus on the lighting of the tree at the Rockefeller Center. So Garrett told me he was going to work on something, and I'm just I'm just trying to get some clarification if it got taken care oh, of. Oh, it's in there. It's been running all day. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Can uh, can we play it for stretch? Can we pull it up and just oh, play it? Let me see. Hold you on. have a way to just. <laughs> I'm sure. Let me let me work on the fly here. Oh boy, you got to hear this one, Stretch. This is just oh, for you. I, I'm gonna have to. I can't get it to work like that. Can we can we do it later? Yeah, later in the show. I'll okay, all right. We'll get to it in a few minutes. Uh three oh three. Uh so we got a lot to do today. We're gonna keep we will keep you posted on that NFL game because I know you're all you're all glued to your sets or, or wanted to be glued to your sets and just can't, but you know, you would have been able to if we weren't lighting a tree tonight. But uh we'll <laughs> we'll uh we'll do that. We'll talk a little bit about the Lady Bears and in their win last night and man just in a in a really cool story. So we'll get into that. Uh we'll talk some high school football. Brandon Houston, uh the uh, Buffalo Bison head coach is gonna join us, talk a little bit about their matchup with Franklin. Uh Greg Tepper was on unnecessary roughness earlier today. And uh we'll get uh and he kind of broke down the uh, China Spring Carthage game and also the Crawford and Bosqueville game. We'll get to, we'll get to some of that as well. We do have basketball coming your way tonight. The uh, second ranked Baylor men taking on fifth ranked Illinois. We'll uh, we'll kind of preview that game for you a little later on in the program as well. Also, uh, it's some more NFL conversation with uh, with Stretch as he uh, he talks about the Broncos situation and also uh, how the Cowboys are scouting. The Baltimore Ravens. I, I find that fascinating. And we'll get into that today. And also, uh, we'll look at uh, Baylor and Oklahoma, the football game coming up Saturday night in 
is that game in jeopardy? Well, I mean, if you listen to the play-by-play voice of Oklahoma, it very well may be, Garrett. I mean, he said, what, 50-50 or something like that, or a little better than 50? Yeah, they're supposed to – he said if he had a guess, he would say it's going to happen, but he, he's not for certain. They're going to do more testing today, but, yeah, they're going to definitely need to have to get some more position group people back to get those numbers uh, to where they could actually play this game. So, are they saying it's offensive linemen, fellas? That's kind of the – that's the issue is what happened in the offensive line meeting room or how, how they how they trace that back to that one position group? I haven't heard of any position group in general, um, but it sounds like the way he was talking, when you kind of read between the lines, it definitely sounded like it was one individual group. Yeah. So we'll, we'll talk about that today and, and what that means, Glenn, as far as, or as far as the Big 12 championship game, you know, I, I it gets a little muddy because I believe the Big Twelve is it goes off a winning percentage, and you know if if they're unable to play Saturday and then they play next Saturday in that makeup game against West Virginia, which they just lost what last Saturday to to COVID, uh, and then the championship game is scheduled for December the nineteenth, then there's no way to make up that game with Baylor if they indeed can't play it, and that gives them. At best, what, six wins? Uh, yeah, six wins. And then you have Oklahoma State that could that could finish with seven wins. And then Iowa State's either going to have seven or eight wins. I don't know. What's that do to them? So the winning per- you're saying the winning percentage may look better at it's, seven and three than it does at six and two? No, seven and two. Better than six and two. I got you. Uh, and, and you know, by by a couple of percentage points. And if you're going off true percentage points, wouldn't that put Oklahoma State in the game and in Oklahoma baseball, out? In, in baseball, they said it's a half game lead, right? Yep, that's exactly right. I mean, so I, that's how important oh, this game is for Oklahoma to play. I wonder if they could take a high school, you know, kind of like the high schools were doing, where they were playing a game every every five days. Day. Yeah, yeah, well, or, or 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 tee it up with a you know little Ernie Banks doubleheader. Hell, let's play them twice. Yep, and and then there's some conversation in the Big Ten about what to do there, and it's getting wacky. And, and I know we're going to talk to Tony Banks uh, about that a little later on in the program, but. I mean, could is there any scenario where you back the Big Twelve title game up? It, is it locked into December nineteenth for TV? Or, I mean, is that? I mean, can you get I into, would, you know, <laughs> playing Christmas Day? I mean, I don't know. Well, I'd be willing to bet you though. I mean, they they're they're working that right now, don't you think? That, I mean, don't you think those those exploratory calls are being made to say, hey, how about if we, you know, if we play it here, we play it there? I mean, that's. Yeah, I, I'd say those are those are all conversations they are having as we're on the air right mm-hmm. now. A Wednesday where we got a live NFL game because we got a stinking tree lighting tonight. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's one of my favorite programs. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but, so I was again. So he, and then I know we're headed to break, Garrett. Uh, seven and one for Iowa State, and they got West Virginia this week. Uh, Oklahoma's at five and two, and they've got Baylor. And who do, and then uh, and then they also have uh, West Virginia scheduled on the twelfth in that makeup game. Oklahoma State has TCU, and then they have Baylor. So uh, that's what they've got over the next two weeks. So those three teams really fighting for two spots. And man, if you don't get these games played, then it really does affect the uh, the winning percentage. And 
if you're going off winning percentage, I don't, and I know that Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State in the head to head, and they both only have two losses, but that would give uh, Oklahoma one less game played with the same amount of loss. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I would like to, I would like to have some clarification here. What happens if, and then again, there's no guarantee next week's games are getting played. You know, I mean, there's a handful of games scheduled on the 12th. And what happens if those don't get played? Holy moly. I mean, there's some stuff going on. And then again, stretch it very well that it all may, you know, everything plays out just like it's supposed to. And then you don't even have to have these issues. But anyway, we'll see. All right. uh, 309. We're going to dive into all of this stuff today. And uh, we'll keep you posted on the football game. Pittsburgh leads Baltimore six to nothing. And uh, we'll, in the first quarter, we'll step aside right here, and we're coming back with more in just a moment. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a chilly night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-30s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the northwest around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Thursday will start off with temperatures in the upper 30s. It will be a cool day with highs in the mid-50s with mostly sunny skies. Friday will be even warmer with highs around 62 degrees with mostly sunny skies into the weekend. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Big 12 versus the SEC Sunday in Fayetteville as the Lady Bears take on Arkansas. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Sunday. This season, join Bruce Eatson and Maggie Davis-Tanette for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Guys, Christmas gift season is here, and Morrison Gifts has the solution to your gift giving. Morrison's has been Waco's gift solution since 1979 and offers free gift wrapping, free delivery, and offers a great holiday layaway program. Pay half at the time of purchase and the other half before Christmas. At Morrison's Gifts, we also do corporate gifts and gift baskets. A Baylor alumni business, Morrison Gifts is located in the Brazos Place Shopping Center next to Jason's Deli. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, 
That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. Since studies show more and more people use their mobile devices to conduct banking business, Community Bank & Trust is keeping pace with the latest technology. Both commercial and personal customers can make mobile deposits. With our responsive mobile app, you can complete any banking task right from your phone. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. Three thirteen, thirteen minutes after 3 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas in our 3 o'clock hour. Well, our 3 o'clock hour brought to you by CNC Collision Center. And, uh, man, a lot of, lots to get to. We're going to begin with, with the Lady Bears. Uh, they moved to 2-0 and last night as they defeated South Florida 67-62. to And, you know, Kim talked about it uh, in uh, in in the pregame last night. She talked uh, in in all week long leading up to this game, just how talented South Florida was, and and you know mentioned that South Florida came to Waco a year ago and only lost by twelve. So she knew it was going to be a heck of a game. But you know the game's great and all that good stuff as as they win and move to two and zero, and then they get ready for Arkansas on Sunday up in Fayetteville. Uh, the the story though is, is the fact that Dee Dee Richards returned. To the basketball team last night and did she ever she played 30 minutes guys 30 minutes and, and this is what uh less than 40 days from the, the accident where she, where she collided with 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 moon and, mm-hmm. and and you know and then there's i mean you talking about scary and, and then 38 or 39 whatever it was 38 days later She's on the floor, and not only on the floor, she played 30 minutes last night. What what a cool story, and uh, what a neat deal that, that she was able to come back and, and participate. Yeah, I mean, they were time, pretty... I, I, I mean, help me out here, but anytime, guys, you you go you go log 30 minutes, and, and, and it's really your first real go at it. I mean, that's getting it up and down the floor right there. Absolutely. Uh 14 after 3. And Didi talked to the media after after the ball game last night. Didi, welcome back. Um how emotional was that for you? I mean, it's it's only been 38 days since that injury, but w- was it an emotional time for you at all? Um it was a very emotional day, you know, regardless of, you know, my injury. Today is my Paul Hall's birthday that died right before the national championship year um game. So, and this is where he's from, Florida. So I pushed hard to just be able to play this game. Um, and then um, Alex, before we left um, out of the locker room, he said a prayer and was just like, it was basically saying thank you for, you know, healing Didi, which was, you know, something that 
I've been hearing, but just a matter of hearing it today, whenever it was my first game back, it was just like tears started pulling. I'm like, Kitty, come on. You're here now. <laughs> what are you crying for? So that, yeah, it was a very emotional day. And when did, when did you get word that you were even going to be able to play? When did they say you're cleared, you can play? Um, it was definitely last night. They told me at dinner that I had finally got cleared. And then Coach Mulkey, she was still kind of uh, like Coach Mulkey always does, airing on the more conservative side. So she was like, I don't know if I want to play you tonight. And I'm like, I don't want my first game to be against Arkansas. I can at least see my feet wet. So originally she was supposed to be playing me like here and there, but clearly didn't turn out to look like that. Uh, yeah, Michelle Vopel from ESPN.com. Didi, um, congrats on being back. Uh, two questions quickly. One, um, from a fitness standpoint, you look very good out there. I wonder how you felt. And did uh, did you have a little bit of a laugh? I know you seem kind of ticked off, but did you have a little bit of a laugh? You picked up a technical in your first game back? Um, I definitely was a, very tired. I was winded. Um, num- number one, I think her name is Maria, a great player. And you know, usually my number is called when people get hot to go guard that person. I'm like, I don't know if I got it in my tank right now, Coach Wilkie. I don't know if I can get over those screens. So it was funny to see that I was the one kind of being winded and tapping on my chest like, okay, give me some drink, you know, or every free throw I was trying to rush over there and grab a, a swig of um, Gatorade. But it was so funny. I think I spoke it into existence. We were in the training room a couple days ago, and I'm like, it was after the Central Arkansas game, and I realized how quiet it was. I'm like, y'all, when I start playing, I'm going to get a tech because – it's too quiet in that gym and I'm loud. And so go figure, I go get a tech today. And I'm like, and as soon as I go on the bench, Sarah Andrews is like, wow, hell of a game, Didi, <laughs> first tech. And I'm like, yeah, it's to be expected. <laughs> great, great story. And, and you could tell she's uh, just in the, in the tone of her voice that she's uh, very excited to be back. And, and you know, the, the plan, as she mentioned, was to, you know, spot her some minutes here and there and get her going again. But uh, the game called for her to play 30 minutes, Garrett. And and uh, she went out and, and, and contributed 30 minutes to the team. And they went it uh, last night, 67-62 on the road in Tampa. And uh, again, just a tremendous story to see her back on the floor. No, it really is. And once this happened, and I know everybody was optimistic about her getting out there and, and playing at some time this season. Yeah, but sometime this yeah, season. Yeah, and I was thinking, okay, that makes sense. Probably later on, you know, mid-conference play, we'll see her mm-hmm. get out there. But to be cleared the night of the game and get out on the floor and play 30 minutes is remarkable. And I think just when you look at the stat line, it might not show much, four points, uh, you know, some plays like that. But just an emotional lift that gave her teammates, I, I think that's – something that you just can't take for granted or judge uh 18 after three stretch can you relate to i mean anything from from your football career where uh, you know a guy goes down and, and he's really you know that they're not sure what to expect but yet here he comes charging back and you know like Didi played 30 minutes last night and you know somebody goes out there and just plays just about every snap and I mean, just a remarkable story. Yeah, I think I think it's it, it, it's more and, and and help me out, guys. It's more about the the, the time. It, it's it's how quick she turned around, and it's how amazing how, what amazing shape she must be in. I, I mean, I've seen some quick healers. I've seen some guys who've you know been able to go out and do some things that you were like, okay, they probably weren't able to do that with that injury, but they were able to. You know, whether it was blood flow or whatever that, you know, allows you to heal. I think when you start thinking about it was 35 or 36 days, 
and then to go out and log 30 minutes, I, I think that's, to me, that's what I'm kind of trying to get my arms around is how quick a turnaround it is and then the fact that she was able to get out on the floor and go 30 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And she'll get another opportunity on Sunday afternoon. And, again, make a note now, the uh, Sunday game, uh, it was scheduled for 2 p.m., but because of television, I believe because of television, it is now going to be a 5 p.m. tip-off. So we'll have the broadcast beginning at 4.30 with uh, Bruce Geetson right here on ESPN Central Texas. 4.30 for the pregame, 5 o'clock for the tip on Sunday afternoon as the uh, Lady Bears are going to be in beautiful Fayetteville, Arkansas to take on the Razorbacks and. uh what is that, uh, Walton Arena now? It used to be Barnhill. And I th- Barnhill's still there, but I think they play basketball in the Walton Arena. So uh, that'll be uh, coming up at 5 o'clock Sunday afternoon, and I think it's going to be on the deuce. I think it's ESPN2 for uh, for that game. So anyway, we'll uh, we'll keep you posted on that one as it comes up on Sunday afternoon, but uh, we'll have the broadcast definitely right here on ESPN Central Texas beginning at 4.30. 4.30 for the pregame, 5 o'clock for the tip as the Lady Bears look to move to 3-0 and when they take on the Razorbacks of Arkansas. It's 3-21, after 3 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears men's basketball team in action again tonight. They're playing in the Jimmy V Classic as they'll take on Illinois. And we'll talk more about that game coming up a little later on in the program. All right, 3-21, this is ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Game Time. How can NBC say we're going to put off the lighting of the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree and Dolly Parton and, and all of her friends that are going to sing? <laughs> we're, we're going to we're going to put that we're not going to put that off because it doesn't get the numbers that a Pittsburgh Baltimore football game would get. However, Fox is telling you it's the most viewed television program period of the year. Yeah, well, but you'd have to ask Dolly's friends. <laughs> this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Coors Light, mountain cold refreshment. Made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. It's the high school football pick'em contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. For all you Hatch Green Chili fans out there, you know how great they are. And if you've never had the Hatch Green Chilies, here's a perfect introduction. The new Hatch Green Chili Bacon Burger at Whataburger, available for a limited time. It's the high school football pick'em contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. 
Once again, they are participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they are asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership. Drop it in the bed of the 2021 GMC Sierra pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to the children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots is an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joys of Christmas, while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Some things never change, like the commitment to service and protection the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered since 1949. Whether you're needing a new business policy to get your operations up and running, adding cyber liability for a remote workforce, or if you're needing to pause your current coverage, our team is here for the protection you need when you need it. Whatever your coverage needs, talk to the experts that care. Call the Nitsche Group to discuss your personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs at 1-800-258-8302. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. Baylor senior guard Dee Dee Richards returned to the court last night, 38 days after suffering a spinal cord injury in practice that briefly left her with no feeling or movement in her legs. Richards entered the number four Lady Bears game in South Florida at the 6.59 mark in the first quarter. She finished with 4.7 assists and two steals in 30 minutes in Baylor's 67-62 win. Number two, Baylor takes on number five, Illinois tonight. Tip is at nine o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The 6-4 Ravens are taking on the 10-0 Steelers right now. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas for updates throughout the afternoon. And the Temple Wildcat Coaches Show with head coach Scott Stewart tonight from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple starting at 6.30. You can hear that show on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time to talk high school football. Here's Tom Barfield and Glenn Stretch-Smith. 326, 26 after 3. It is a Wednesday afternoon, and yeah, we will keep you up to date on the uh, NFL game. Right now, the uh, Ravens lead the Steelers 7-6 to six in the uh, first quarter, so uh, late first quarter, but anyway. Uh, high school football, we mentioned several great games coming up in Central Texas, and there's going to be a dandy here in Waco over at Waco ISD Stadium as Franklin takes on the Buffalo football team under head coach Brandon Houston. Coach, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? Just fine. How are you doing? Doing terrific. Hey, so before we talk about the game, the specifics of the game, let's talk a little bit about your district. And and we've kind of rant and raved about just how good your league is. But break it down for us. When you got four teams out of the same district playing in the regional semifinals, I think that kind of says it all, doesn't it? Most definitely. I know when UIL put this thing out back in February, you know, we were – you know, our eyes got real wide real quick, you know, to see the caliber of obviously Franklin and Rogers and Lexington and, you know, Clifton. Um, and so it was, uh, you know, a big task that we, we knew we were going to face. But, you know, what also makes it tough is just the variety you get on offense and defense with Franklin in their slot T and Rogers with that midline veer, you know, flex bone offense. And then 
whatever in the world we do, I don't, you know, whatever that is. And, you know, Lexington has some athletes in their spread. So it's, it's a wide variety of things. So it makes for some exciting Friday nights. And you mentioned your your football team, and I know that one of the things that everybody says is that the movement and and all the different things and formations and and looks that you give them that uh, it is it's it's hard to prepare for when you play somebody just once. Well, we like to think so. I mean, we we try to keep it. Uh, you know, there's a rhyme and reason to what we do. It's not just grab bag. Although there, I have been accused of pulling up a Madden on a Wednesday afternoon and getting a few plays to try out Friday night. But, you know, I think what you're seeing right now with this team is, you know, guys that have been in it for three years really understanding what we're trying to accomplish by getting in a certain formation or using a particular motion to, to run a play. So I think that's, that's one reason for our, our success this year. Talking with Brandon Houston, the head coach at Buffalo High School. They'll take on Franklin in the regional finals. Coach, talk a little bit about the build process from the time you got there uh, until, you know, you tee it up Friday night against Franklin. This this has been a process, and, and you and I have talked about this process on many occasions. Well, you know, they were just on the, the verge of, of kind of turning the corner of getting something going here when we arrived. And so we that first year it was just try not to – do anything to disrupt it uh the biggest thing we, we came in with was a mindset of preparation how we were going to prepare and raising an expectation level you know and so that's that's been the biggest part is getting getting our kids and getting our community to believe that we do belong in the conversation with some of these teams that that play into late november and december uh but you know our practice preparation has gotten so much better and i'm watching us uh, practice right now and just I think back to what it was like in 2018 and man it just seems like a, a whole nother world right now and that's exciting and the first time y'all met with Franklin they put up 69 points from a defensive standpoint what adjustments are you going to have to make this time to slow them down uh, a lot I mean, our goal, our first goal is to try to make them punt that's the uh, first thing we want to do honestly you know the biggest thing in all seriousness I think at that point, our, our te- I don't think our team really felt like they could could compete with a team like Franklin. I mean, who historically is is in that top tier uh, of 3A football, and so there was a little bit of uh, uneasiness. And once it kind of started to to go south for us, it was almost like they just went, "Well, here we go." And I don't want to say we didn't play hard. You know, I'm never going to say a Buffalo kid doesn't play hard, but you know, I think a big part of the of our issue was just uh, a belief thing. Now we've got to make sure we're gap sound and we've spent um, a ton of time this week breaking things down into smaller parts and really trying to emphasize, you know, do your job, do your job. And, you know, right now I think what we're hoping for is that our kids do believe they belong in this game. And maybe when we start to get that adversity, we won't uh, give in quite as, as easily to it. Coach, when you talk about being gap sound, are, are you spending time in inside drill, or is, is it something that you're watching film with your kids with? What are you doing to, to go through from a practice perspective, making sure you are in every gap and you're playing that style of defense that you want to play? So we, we have multiple um, group sessions or whole sessions going on so that we can really emphasize, you know, this group right here, your job is, you know, the, the interior uh, schemes that, you know, reads that make them really emphasize that while at the same time we've got a whole other group on the other end of the field 
working a, a different type of gap integrity and assignment responsibility. And we spend a lot more time in a smaller group before we come together um, and, and do a, your typical run plays as a team. So it, it's, you know, a lot of walk it, talk it, um, you know, go through it in a progression instead of just let's line up and run plays off the scout card. So we spend a ton of time in our individual or, our, excuse me, our, our whole groups really emphasizing who has what. And then at the same time, letting the back end group see who has, you know, like, hey, this person has that job. You don't have to run out there. I want you staying, you know, in this particular area and that kind of stuff because I think that's one one of the things where the slot T with all the misdirection they can get you in a bind is you start thinking I need to be over here because that's what it looks like and you're not staying true to uh, where you need to be assignment-wise. You, you, you talk about uh, belonging and, and uh, maybe your kids didn't feel like the first time that that was the, the feeling in that Franklin game, but you're playing in December. Uh, is Are they there now? Are they, I mean, is, is are they at a point now where it's, hey, we are one of these teams. We are one of the elite teams in 2020 in this football season. I think so. I mean, they, they, they do have a little bit of, uh, you know, I hate to use the word swagger, but they have a little bit of poise about them right now that, you know, while they understand that, you know, Franklin is a, uh, a great team. I think they feel like, Hey, we're pretty good too. And, you know, they still got to show up and, and put it on the field to beat us. And so our kids have a confidence about them right now and not only themselves, but just in what we're doing and what each other uh, can do. So I, I'm, I'm really pleased with the direction of, you know, the program is headed because of that. Cause I know it's, I'm seeing it now in our, you know, in our JV players as they're practicing just the belief in themselves and what they're doing in practice. You mentioned that, and and I, that's a great point that those younger kids are getting all these extra practices and, and the opportunity to travel with the varsity football team. This can only help you as you go forward in 2021. Oh, yeah, it's big time. I mean, every kid in our program right now is suited up and practicing, and it's been that way um, since, you know, two days back in early August. So, you know, I think there's a reason why good teams stay good, and this is one of them is, you know, getting deep playoff runs and allowing kids to continue to develop. I mean, our practice looks, you know, relatively the same, um, you know, generically speaking, on December 2nd as it did on September 2nd. So I think that's a, you know, it's a good thing, getting continuity and developing these young players. And then on Friday night, they're going to wear beautiful uniforms, aren't they? <laughs> they are. They, in fact, they're pretty new. <laughs> yes, they are. Hey, hey, we wish you the very best of luck. Thanks for the time. I know you got practice, and we wish you the best of luck against Franklin and uh, safe travels. Hey, thank you. It was good talking to you. I really appreciate you guys and what y'all do for high school football. See you later, Brandon. It's uh, Brandon Houston, the head coach over at Buffalo High School, and they're going to be in Waco again. They were here last week uh in uh, in their win over rogers over at waco isd stadium and now they're going to take on franklin again uh here at uh, waco isd stadium in the regional championship but go ahead and say it stretch i mean you could tell it in his voice right yeah <laughs> and how appreciative are all these guys of the coverage that we give them i mean i i know that's something that you wanted to implement when we when, when you kind of came in here and took over and you know it's kind of as to say hey we're going to be covering 
high school football, and all of them are so appreciative. And then, you know what, Buffalo's got them a little home away from home with what they're doing there in Waco. They're, they're starting, to feel, starting to feel the love around, around Central Texas. No question about it. And uh, he, I'm telling you, Brandon's done a tremendous job with that program. He's, as I mentioned before, he's been over at the Lorena. He's been over at Rockdale. And, and uh, Coach Miller over at Rockdale and, and, uh, and uh, Coach Biles over at Lorena. You, you learn from some pretty good ones. Then you, you take a combination of all of that you learn and you kind of formulate your style and you take it over to Buffalo. And, man, you're playing in December. And, and uh, cool story for me. I, I just think it's neat to see how that's kind of all unfolded. And I don't think it's a coincidence by, by any stretch of the imagination. So there you go. All right, 335-25 in front of 4 o'clock, a, a look at high school football here on ESPN Central Texas. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll come back. We'll get to more of uh, some football news and notes, and we'll do that next here on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears continue their early season gauntlet tonight, taking on Illinois in Indianapolis. 8.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. It's a 9 p.m. tip-off tonight for the Bears and the Fighting Illini. Join Pat Nunley and David Kay for all the play-by-play in Indianapolis. Here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Fox 44 News, Adam Hooper, Weather Rate Certified Most Accurate, Mike LaPointe, and Matt Roberts. Breaking news out of McLennan County. Central Texas, we may not see anything. One of the biggest question marks coming into this season. Live as it happens. The live radar across Central Texas. More local news. Waco's community came together for last night's rally. A woman in her late 30s. We are live on the scene. On top of breaking news, weather, and sports. Back in action. On air and online. Fox 44 News, your news now. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and to CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. Hi, I'm Mark Stewart with Bird Colgen Ford. It's that time of year. It's football season. Bird Colgen Ford's a proud supporter of the best high school football teams in Texas right here in Central Texas. And Bird Colgen Ford is proud to sell the number one truck in Texas, the F-Series truck, led by our leading rusher, the F-150, 43 years in a row. Nominate your Ford Tough Player of the Week at FordPlayerOfTheWeek.com. Bird Colgen Ford, the right choice since 1936. 
Are your office surfaces covered in antimicrobial film that lasts five years for the safety of your employees? Does your office point of entry use a state-of-the-art thermal facial recognition scanner that also takes temperatures? Is it frustrating accessing documents from home that are stored at your office? Now ask yourself what other office technology company in Texas offers these products and services. No one but the premier provider of business technology in Texas, UBO Business Services, and Sean Hunt. 254-772-1600-UBEO.com. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Smalt Sandwich Shop. Baylor senior guard Dee Dee Richards returned to the court last night, 38 days after suffering a spinal cord injury in practice that briefly left her with no feeling or movement in her legs. Richards entered the number four Lady Bears game in South Florida at the 6.59 mark in the first quarter. She finished with 4.7 assists and two steals in 30 minutes in Baylor's 67-62 win. Number two, Baylor takes on number five, Illinois tonight. Tip is at nine o'clock. You can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. The 6-4 Ravens are taking on the 10-0 Steelers right now. Keep it right here on ESPN Central Texas for updates throughout the afternoon. And the Temple Wildcat Coaches Show with head coach Scott Stewart tonight from Wings Pizza and Things in Temple starting at 6.30. You can hear that show on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's 19 now, away from 4 o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Glad to have you with us. Hey, don't forget to go online now. The the games are there. You can you can vote on who's going to win in our Whataburger Pick'em Contest at uh, CentexSportsFan.com. Log on, cast your ballot. You could be a winner of a nice Whataburger prize package from ESPN Central Texas and our friends at Whataburger. Also want to remind you, while you're there, you might as well go ahead and uh, put that picture up on the web for us as well. Uh, you can stop by any of your favorite convenience stores or grocery stores and and uh, snap a selfie of you hanging out uh, in the uh, in the uh, in the Coors Light section. Yeah, we want a picture of you and in that uh, Coors Light display, that holiday display, and you could win uh, either some uh, Yeti mugs or a uh, Yeti hopper just by snapping that picture of a Coors, of the uh, Coors Light display at that uh, at your nearest store or grocery store. Send that picture and the keyword chill to two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Your name and the keyword chill. Uh, text it to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners will be selected every Friday afternoon during game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And one grand prize winner is going to receive a 40-inch flat-screen TV from uh, Coors Light and ESPN. So there you go. Keeping Texas chill throughout the holiday season. Celebrate responsibly. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Full contest rules available at CentexSportsFan.com. So there you go. I like doing the uh, the uh, 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. 
like doing that part of the commercial. All right, 343-17 in front of 4 o'clock. Oh, Stretch, here's the question. Pittsburgh is leading Baltimore 9-7 right now uh, before a capacity crowd of nobody <laughs> and uh, on, on a Wednesday afternoon. So we, we all know that Lamar Jackson's the quarterback in Baltimore. I mean, that's, that's his job, secured, right, you know. So what does this do for RG3? Robert Griffin III, is, is he showcasing for the league in this nationally televised game? Can one game be a showcase for Robert Griffin III? Well, it can be, but, I mean, I guess I would say as you start to look around the league – and, and think about, you know, who, who, who needs a quarterback. There are a lot of teams that are stumbling in the quarterback wilderness that don't, that don't have that guy. But the problem with RG3 is, is you know, he's kind, of, he's kind of starting to get the feel that he's a career backup. I mean, that just kind of get – that stigma kind of gets attached to you. I guess I looked at his stats a while ago. I think he was – five or six for 22 yards and he's rushed for about 13 yards and he's thrown a pick six. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's not necessarily what you want to do or what you want to put out there as a body of work. Uh, I think that if you want to go and be the guy somewhere, you have to put more than a one game sample size out there. And right now uh, with the way, you know, the, the way that they're sitting down, uh, you know, sitting down Lamar because uh, of a COVID issue, uh, I'm, I'm not real sure that that's going to lend uh, to somebody stepping up and saying, well, in this one-game sample size, albeit versus maybe one of the best defensive teams in the NFL, we're going to go out and pay, you know, pay, pay Robert uh, X amount of dollars to come and be our guy. I, I, there's There's too many – young players that are coming out in the draft, I think, this year. And you'll see all of those teams start to jockey, you know, for position to get that quarterback. And I think, you know, it, 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 Dallas, the, the Cowboys could be in the best situation here because if they do, you know, if, if they do get one of those top five picks, you'll be able to maneuver out of that pick for multiple picks. And so back to your question with RG3, he would really have to go light it up in order for, you know, in order for, I think, some team to say, okay, well, we're going to go take a shot on him and see if we can get him in here, learn our offense, and be the guy. And that's one of the things that we were talking about, uh, Garrett and I, in the uh, sports bullpen before we uh, came into the into the studio was it's going to be more than just – it has to be more than just one game. One, one game – you know, you could have that. You you could have mm-hmm. that career day in that one game. You got to have a body of work. Uh, in in in. And granted, I mean, he's been in an, in the league for a long time, and going all the way back to his rookie year in Washington. But uh, so th- this is a showcase, so to speak. But it's not going to be the the tell all, is it? Stretch yeah, I mean, one game. A- no, and it's – I mean, quite frankly, you know it's a different style offense, what they do, what Greg Roman, the offensive coordinator at Baltimore, what he does around the skill set that fits Lamar Jackson. You'd have to say, is that a skill set that fits RG3? I mean, certainly he can keep – RG3 can keep the ball. He can do some things to keep plays alive with his legs. 
you know, as far as a pure thrower of the football, as as far as his ability to to read defenses and understand, you know, if it's a hot read to get the football out of his hand, he might be able to show some of that in this football game. But I think, like you guys were saying, it's got to be there's got to be a bigger body of work other than just a one game, even a two game. I mean, you almost need a a, a four or five game set where you're playing really good football in order, I think, for somebody to step up or a general manager to step up and say, you know what, I'm willing to take a chance on him one more time. It's almost like he came out at the wrong time, right? Like if he, It seems like if he would have been a little older and came into the league uh, over the past five years, he would have had a better chance to be successful because of the evolution of the offenses. I, I could be reading too much into that, but that's just kind of how I view it. Well, and, and, and you're right. I mean, there are some offensive coordinators now who are willing – to say, okay, we're we're going to put in more read option. We're going to allow him to keep the ball more. We're going to, you know, we're going to play action off of that. I, I I don't think he is a the typical drop back passer. Five five with a hitch, you know, big seven mm-hmm. seven with a hitch. Read the defense, step into the pocket, and deliver the football. I think he's he is more of a you know he's got you got to get him out on the edge and you got to get him where he's more comfortable moving around and then setting his feet I mean we know he's got a big enough arm and he can push the ball down the field it, it it's just having to get or fitting into that offense and I mean you make a good point could he you know could he come and fit in the right offense I really think he's in the right place where he is right now yeah which is with Greg Roman and what they're doing in Baltimore offensively. He's just not quite as good or quite as dynamic as Lamar Jackson. And, you know, one of the things early in his career, guys, is he just would not go out of bounds or get on the ground. I mean, he was he was going to battle that defense, and, boy, he took some serious licks in early in his career. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I was talking to somebody – I don't even remember who I was talking to the other day, and I was thinking about, you know, look at the chin strap that Aaron Rodgers wears. It's the old-timey, just one buckle, uh, you know, Riddell chin strap. And then you look at you look at a guy like Kyler Murray. He's got the big – it's a big old padded chin strap, buckles to the top of his helmet, to the side of his helmet. <laughs> he's, he's thinking, you know what, I may get a few more shots in this game than a guy like Aaron Rodgers is. And that's what it – I mean, Aaron Rodgers knows, hey, I've either got to get down I got, or I've got to beat it out with a football. And he's confident enough knowing he can beat it out with a football that he's not going to take a big shot. And quite frankly, that's why he can wear that old-timey chin strap. You mentioned that uh, you you felt like that he was in the right place. So are, are you saying that – the skill set of Lamar Jackson and, and, and Robert Griffin the third they're similar type players. I, I do think they are similar type players. I think you can see what they do from a again what they're doing from a play action standpoint and how they get the football out. Um, you know, in Baltimore, what Greg Roman wants to do, what he allows his quarterback to do versus a place you know like a a Green Bay where, you know what, the, the ball needs to come out of your hand in these quick routes. We're going to give you these hot reads, and we expect you to throw this ball on time, get this, you know, and, and the kind of things that go along with that. I mean, uh, we, we talk constantly about, you know, how you grade a quarterback and how you look at a quarterback coming to the next level. And, you know, you know I'll ask you guys. So we know what 
Carson Wentz has done, is that not what he's done in the NFL? Are they not going to look at the young man that's coming out of North Dakota this year and say, well, you know, is he kind of like him? Mm-hmm. Is he going to have some of those same traits, some of those same qualities? And, you know, that, that, that stigma gets attached to you. Yeah. And, and I'm still perplexed by it. You bring up Carson Wentz. I, I'm, I'm perplexed by him because, you know, he, he had a run there where he was as good as it gets. And then, man, all of a sudden, and I don't oh. know if it was all of a sudden, but, I mean, now today – He's not the same guy as he was uh, a few oh, years. Ago. He's not even remotely close. Oh, there's no question. And I mean, he can't, he can't, he can't throw it in the ocean right now, standing on the beach. And you got a guy in Howie Roseman who gave him the the GM in Philadelphia gave him all this money. And I mean, did you see the salary cap hit if they were to move on from him? It's like it's massive. I mean, it's like fifty million dollars next year, and then followed by twenty two million dollars in year two if you were to move on from him. So. I mean, that's the. I think that's the thing that, believe it or not, I think that's the, you, you know, that's what gives the Cowboys a little hesitation. And do we want to pay a quarterback this, you know, this huge amount of money and be tied into this, uh, you know, for, for for that period of time? Those those are all. It's a risk reward proposition. And boy, I mean, you know, it's almost like you just like to keep, you, you know, in in order to keep your. Uh, you know, keep your sane or keep your powder dry, whatever term you want to use. You want to just say, okay, just keep playing under this franchise tag. We're happy to pay you $35 million for one year, and that way we're not, we're not vested in the future in case something does go wrong. Yeah, and, and I can see that happens, particularly coming off the, uh, an injury. I can see that happening again, can't you? Oh, sure you can. I mean, that th- th- that's what I'm talking about. I mean, you come in – you know how is that the heal? right business decision? Well, I mean, I it's a business decision on both sides, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you got you, you, you've got an agent who's got to decide, you know, and and he doesn't have a decision right now because they can franchise him a second time. But you, you know, I would say that absolutely, in order to you know make sure that he's able to come back. I mean, anytime you start talking about those the nerve and the nerve endings down in your feet and in your ankle and all the things that you're going to have to, you you know, nobody really knows how they're going to heal and how that's going to come back together. I I can't imagine the Cowboys making a long-term commitment until they have a feel of, you know, will he be able to return to the player that he was? And uh, I'm sure that's something that they're talking to their doctors about, their rehab people. Their rehab people and all the things that, you know, that Dak is going through right now in order to have to get himself back in position to be able to go to training camp and do what he wants to do. Plus, they have Ben DiNucci. I mean, so uh, I think you just like saying that name. Yeah, I, I think I, I so. really do. I, I, you like that? It, it just kind of has a ring to you. It's like it's like twenty twenty Golden Colorado, <laughs> whatever. It, it, that Nucci has the same ring to you. Those little those. If you can tell about Tom, there's little jargon statements that he likes saying, and Nucci's one of them. All right, uh, three fifty four, six in front of four o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll uh, step aside, and when we come back, we'll get to uh, we'll get to some more high school football for you. As uh, man, we it, this is the fun time of the year. You're talking about regional championships, getting to the Final Four. I mean, and Stretch, you you know this as well as, as any of us. 
they're they can taste AT&T Stadium. I mean, it's they're a win or two away. I mean, this thing started back in August and here we are in December and all of these teams that are still playing, they're an eyelash away from getting to that state championship game and and it, they're close. I mean, and, and, and how and cool is that? Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing too, Tom. I mean, I, I mean it's not just setting your goals back in June and July. It, it it's kind of overcoming all the things that they've had to overcome with this pandemic. I mean, that's the thing too. Is that I mean, how late in the season were we talking about if there was if there would be any football at all? I mean, really? I mean, it, it's amazing when you think about it because I was one of them. I I have to admit I, I'm a glass half full guy, but I question whether I'm like, how can you how can you tackle and hit and you know, slobber and sweat beads on one another and be able to do all that and come as far as we've come. It's amazing. And now to be playing in, in this time, so you're achieving that goal, but you're also climbing the hill of, of dealing with this virus. I, I mean, that that that's a win-win in so many different situations. Well, and, and that's a great point. And I know we're up against the clock, but I, I just wanted to mention this. You, you start looking at these regional championship games. Well, in one region – uh, in 4A, Class 4A, one region, you have uh, you have uh, Austin LBJ. They've played 10 games. In another region, you have Argyle. They've played 13 games. There's a discrepancy, as you mentioned, on, on how many games these guys and these kids got to play, but yet they persevered and they've got to this point. So pretty neat. Pretty neat that they were able no, to no, overcome no all that. No, no doubt. And, and – and, Again, I guess I'm looking at it from a twofold side, Tom. I'm thinking about, okay, setting your goals and then questioning if you were ever going to get on the field. And then the fact that you're there, you, you, you've, you've really had to overcome two pretty big hurdles in order to get here. Well, and, and, and I'll leave you with this. Salina could win the state championship this year and not win 10 games. Now that is crazy. <laughs> well, 356, four away from four. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. We're ready for some football, baby. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2020. First down, Dallas at its 45. Only heard here. here. Dalton under center, five-step drop. Good block by Pollard. Deep ball right. All season. Cooper laid it over his shoulder. Down the sideline. Touchdown. Tuesday night, it's your Cowboys and the Baltimore Ravens. Live from M&T Bank Stadium. On ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders for customers on the go. Only in Waco, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, 1412 North Valley Mills Drive and 105 South 5th Street. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go boldly. 
At Community Bank & Trust, the term mobile community refers to all of our banking platforms. Online banking, mobile apps, mobile browser banking, even voice banking. No matter what device you're on, you'll be able to complete any banking function. We've taken customer account access and convenience to the next level. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. Black Friday gets all the attention, but what about Truck Friday? Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and we say enough is enough. Cologne for Christmas? What, do you want to smell nice when you hit a deer? I'll take a grill guard at $50 off instead. AirPods? Good luck storing your tools in those things. Give me a toolbox for $50 off at Pickup Outfitters. We've got a truckload of specials for Truck Friday. ARE camper shells or DCU units, $300 off. $150 off Amp Research Power Steps. Cat skin leather kits, $100 off. $100 off RKI heavy duty toolboxes. Buy WeatherTech front floor liners, get rear floor liners, 30% off. $100 off fifth wheel or gooseneck hitches. Spray in bed liners with a lifetime warranty, $50 off. For a complete list of Truck Friday specials is available in our showroom. Or for more details, go to our website, createacommotion.com slash Truck Friday. These specials good through December 4th at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Riverside Pool and Spa Care serves the greater Central Texas area, and they're offering holiday lighting services, including custom-cut lights to fit individual homes or businesses, installation and removal of lights, LED lights that last longer than traditional lighting, and storage in off-season at no additional charge. They offer free estimates. Call or text Chase Hood at 254-715-1175 or email him at RiversidePoolsWaco at gmail.com. They'd love the opportunity to serve you. Riverside Pool and Spa Care. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po' boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. Four oh one. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch and Garrett. We're glad you're with us. Hey, uh, keeping you up to date, it is winding down about 20 seconds to play in the half. And the Ravens and Pittsburgh, it's Pittsburgh 12 and the Ravens 7. And uh, the <laughs> they can't get them unpiled as the, the Ravens try to run a play here. They're down to five seconds to play in the half. And they're going to, oh, they play fake and Griffin throws into the end zone and there's a touchdown. Robert Griffin with the, oh, nope, got it knocked out of his hands. Sorry. <laughs> got it knocked out of his hands. 
the receiver caught the football, and then, they, then, then the DB ripped it out of his hands, and that's the final play of the half. So despite the fact the Ravens go all the way down to the six-inch line, they get nothing, not a field goal, nothing, and it's halftime with Pittsburgh leading 12-7. to And I'll tell you this, wisely so, the Steelers on the previous play, they were kind of slow to get up after a running play did not get into the end zone. Wouldn't you say, Garrett, that they kind of took their sweet oh, time yeah. about getting up? And and then so they I were not. I should they practice that too, guys. I mean, you think I'm kidding you? I mean, that's something that game situation-wise guys talk to guys about. It's They're, they're, they're practicing that. And then, Lee, have, have you guys looked at the stat line? I mean, you, you asked me about RG3. I mean, look at his – Look at his passing stat line for, no. the, for the first half. Yeah, not very good. He, we, we, I saw him miss two wide-open receivers uh, just a couple of minutes ago. So, uh, But then he broke off a heck of a run to get him into position to possibly go score, and then they don't do it, and they don't get, they, they're not able to spike the football. Uh, so they weren't able to get two plays in. They were only able to get one play in, and they didn't get the touchdown. So anyway, they're at halftime, and the uh, Ravens are trailing the Steelers 12 to 7. All right. Uh, earlier today on the program on uh, unnecessary roughness, Greg Tepper from uh, Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and Fox Sports Southwest joined the guys. And they talked a lot about Crawford and Boscoville, also China Spring and Carthage. And, and uh, what did it just, uh, if you were unable to, to catch unnecessary roughness, which happens every weekday, noon to three here on ESPN Central Texas, wanted to give you a little. A little sampling of Greg Tepper and uh, and his thoughts on both Crawford and Bosqueville and also China Spring and Carthage. Yeah, it's interesting, right? We've got a number of, of rematches out there that I think, uh, you know, have a chance to be uh, maybe go differently than the first thing. You know, Crawford has very quietly just put together an unbelievable season, and, and I've been awfully impressed uh, with, with the season they've been, they've been able to put together and, and kind of uh, going by the same playbook, which is we are going to play outstanding defense. You know, Craig, Craig Jacobs in his first year there has been terrific, and their defense has been great. You remember the first time they played, uh, it was a 27-20 ball game. I would expect something pretty similar. Bosqueville, that's the way they play as well. You know, their, their offense has been a little bit more high-powered, but uh, the first time around, Crawford had an antidote for that. Uh, I think this is a game determined, again, by pace. I think for Crawford, they want to keep this score low. 27-20 is about where they want it. That's a perfect Crawford game. They want that to happen again. If you're Bosqueville, you want you, Coach Clemsander wants to get out and run. He wants these guys to go out there and, and fly around, get into the 30s, because, uh, because while – Crawford's got a solid offense. I don't think they're built to chase. I don't think they're built necessarily to go out there and put up huge points. So if you're looking for a key in that one, a lot of this comes down to pace. And, and, and can Bosqueville jump out to an early lead and make Crawford chase? Something I got my eye on, I think Crawford's probably your favorite in this one. But Bosqueville knows they can hang with Crawford because Bosqueville has already hung with Crawford. They just got to go and finish the job. And, boy, I, I think he's uh, hit the nail right on the head in his analogy of the game. And, and he's right. Uh, Crawford and Bosqueville played a heck of a football game. And we were talking about it uh, earlier. Uh, well, we've been talking about it all week. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me either way, would it you? I mean, both of these teams are really good football teams. And, and Bosqueville right now is on one of those, like China Spring, kind of on one of those runs. I mean, they went and beat a really good Lindsay team the other night. And, who knows uh, how this thing unfolds? I'll tell you this. We've got both broadcasts coming up right here uh, on our family of radio stations. We'll have the Crawford broadcast on uh, 92.9 Shooter FM, and uh, that, uh, that'll be coming your way Friday night at 630. And then at 630 over on our other sister station, 
1590 AM and 99.3 FM Kicker Country will have the Bosqueville broadcast. So we've got you covered on both sides of the equation. I think the biggest difference this time, though, is Crawford has kind of found out they can throw the ball in the playoffs. And they've kind of stepped that up. And that's something that they didn't really use in this first game. So see, it's going to be interesting to see how they use that and if that comes into play with this. But he's right. With with uh, Bradshaw over there at um, Bosqueville, they're definitely going to try to put up some numbers and make Crawford chase them. In, in stretch, Bosqueville was down 20 to nothing against a – perennial power in Lindsay and a a really good football team the fact that that thing didn't become 40 to nothing in fact it became 21 20 Bosqueville they shut out Lindsay in the second half and then put up three touchdowns of their own uh that that tells me that uh, that that team's that team's clicking right now and so is I mean everybody's clicking right now yeah and, and when you get to this when you get to this time of the year you're exactly right I mean the guys are playing their best football but what I like was you know, they being down 20, there, there's every opportunity to throw your hands up in that situation. I mean, seriously, and I'm not just saying, like, roll over and quit. I'm saying, hey, th- this may be too much for us to overcome when, in fact, they dug in and went and got that win. And that, I mean, that goes a long way, guys. That goes a long way with your mental psyche. It goes a long way with how you feel about the guy next to you. It goes a long way with how you – uh, really how you feel about your team, and it's something that's going to stick with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, we talk about playing at Thanksgiving. Well, now you're in December and you're playing. I mean, <laughs> and again, you can see, I mean, you can see the direction to AT&T Stadium. It, it is just, you know, it's right up the road. I mean, you can, I mean, you can, you're close. You're so stinking close, man. So you want to talk about everybody giving their, uh, getting the best shot. Uh, I think that happens all across the state of Texas, all four classifications. Uh, everybody's going to, I mean, there's nobody, no one's going to roll over Friday night. I mean, it's all about getting after it. Yeah, it, it it'll be on, and 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 those guys, those kids go out there and lay it on the line for you, and that's that's what you want, guys. You want you want to be in the position you're in right now. I mean, hey, you know, you heard that that's the old adage. Hey, where else would you rather be than right here, right now? And and, and they're the answer is going to be nowhere. We yeah. want to be right here where we're at. Now you want to talk about a red hot football team? There's none hotter than the China Spring Cougars with wins over Jasper, West Orange, Stark, and then Sealy, and they've got Car. Coming up, but I'm telling you, I think I'm picking China Spring. We we don't get there yet. We picked Thursday, uh, but I, I, how do you bet against him? I mean, really, how do you bet against him? Greg Tepper talked about the Carthage China Spring matchup. I mean, look, they have been the giant killers. Okay, uh, week one or by district round, they beat number five Jasper. Uh, area round, they beat number two West Orange Stark. Last week, they go and they beat number uh, they, they beat number nine Sealy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, right now, they get a shot at the ultimate Giants. They get the shot at what is not just the favorite in 4A Division II, but probably the overwhelming, undisputed favorite in 4A Division II. Carthage has been incredible. Of course, they're defending 4A Division One state champs, and they've got an outstanding quarterback duo, a quarterback running back duo in Kai Horton and Mason Courtney kind of leading the way. But their defense has been excellent. They have given up double-digit points once. And it was in their opener. I mean, they have been relentless defensively. But at the same time, look, how much do you value the hot hand? Because Crawford's the hottest team in the state right now. I mean, mm-hmm. plain and simple. What they've been doing, Major Bowden, their quarterback, Emmanuel Abdallah, they are dangerous. The one thing I will say about this, 
Crawford, or rather, uh, uh, Carthage has a history of eating up teams that are one-dimensional. China Spring is a team that likes to run the ball. They will need to throw the ball effectively in this game if they're going to win. That is a huge question for them because that coaching staff over there, Carthage, is too good to come in with a one-dimensional game plan. Carthage has got, or China Springs has got to be multiple. They've got to go out there and 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 do a variety of different things if they're going to knock off uh, the, the 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 giant. If they're going to slay the biggest giant of them all. So. Look, uh, Carthage has got to be your favorite. I don't think that's necessarily a surprise to anybody. But then again, I think there's a fair argument that China Spring was underdogs in their first and second round games, too. And look how that ended up. So uh, you doubt Brian Bell's squad at your own peril. All right, Stretch, what, what, do, you, uh, what do you make of uh, the hot hand theory? Well, I, I, all I can tell you is when you win the, kind of, you type, the type of games China Spring has won, they, 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 they now – they're not worried about being one-dimensional. You know what? They're now buying into the fact that we can beat anybody. We've already, we've already, we've already proven we could done that. Now do that. Now we got to go slay the giant. We got to go get. We got to go get what we feel like is ours. And and, and the question is, can they go do that? And I'm gonna tell you right now, they believe you. All you have to do is just see that little three-game set right there to know that that team believes in what they're doing. Should be fun. Should be a lot of fun. And that's just a couple of games, Garrett. And I know you follow this really close as well. And that's, I mean, we, we could spend three hours just talking about these matchups this week. I mean, you've got some great, great 1A through 4A football games coming up. And we haven't even mentioned that Blum's still rolling along down in the <clears throat> six-man ranks. And, and uh, boy, I tell you what, Coach Cooper, uh, uh, Thornhill, and those guys over there, they got it going on. Yeah, I mean, you can't overlook Blum. They're the defending state champs, but they're going up against a May team this week who is really, really good. And I, I, I'm kind of going to give the edge to May, but I wouldn't be surprised if Blum pulled it off. But if you're looking at the other games, you're going to have Richland Springs taking on Strawn. I think mm-hmm. that's one that a lot of people across the state are going to be keeping an eye on. you got Borden County and Sterling City. That's going to be a lot of fun as well. And then some of the bigger games, you're going to have Cattle Mills-Gilmer. I think that's a really interesting game. The the game you mentioned earlier with Corpus Christi Miller, Austin LBJ, those are both teams that were in 5A last year. They dropped down uh, this year. LBJ's got two cornerbacks. One's going to Clemson. One's going to Oklahoma. But Miller's got a, a dynamic quarterback over there. So that's going to be an interesting chess match in, in it as well. And I, obviously, there, there's plenty you can go on. Mount Vernon, Malakoff. Uh, the way Mount Vernon has kind of held on in these tight games over the past few weeks. I think a lot of that obviously is situational due to their coach. But th- there's plenty of good games that are on the slate. I was just looking, Stretch, and I, and I don't think it's a coincidence when you're looking. So Mark plays Tenahaw. Okay, so when we talk about deep runs and playoffs, Mart, Tenahaw, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say so. Check. I mean – it's it's sometimes you feel like it's the same people that uh, year in and year out because it's the same people year in and year out. Well, that's what Coach said earlier, didn't it? He said he said, "Hey, we're we're about practicing our kids, and we're about we're about being good this year and being good next year, and it's part of the culture." You know what? Let me switch subject just for one second, Tom. I want what's the guy's name on Fox Southwest that wears the cowboy hat? That, that's Ken Purcell. Yeah, what's Coach Purcell. Ken Purcell. Okay, 
I'm going to tell you right now, I'll put our boy with a flat bill up against any of them talking <laughs> high school football. I'm telling you right now. I'll put our guy who we have on ESPN Central Texas, I'll tee him up with any of those guys anytime talking high school football. He's got the flat bill on. The other guy's got the cowboy hat. I'm taking the guy in the flat bill. I appreciate that, Stretch. I, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. But, I, you know, you look, there's Canadian. There's Eastland. There's Elysian Fields. I mean, there's and, Franklin. And, I mean, and the one I forgot. Was look at Shiner and Refurio. Shiner and Refurio. I mean, good gracious, they're always playing in December. It's uh, in. There you go. I mean, uh, it's the it's. It feels like sometimes it's the same teams because it's the same teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, it just is. Four fifteen. We are. Uh, I get it, Garrett. We're running late. Uh, Four fifteen. This is ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a chilly night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-30s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the northwest around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Thursday will start off with temperatures in the upper 30s. It will be a cool day with highs in the mid-50s with mostly sunny skies. Friday will be even warmer with highs around 62 degrees with mostly sunny skies into the weekend. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Central Texas brings you the holiday chill. Sponsored by Coors Light. You can enter for a chance to win a Yeti prize by snapping a picture of a Coors Light display at your nearest store and text it along with your name and keyword chill to 254-662-1660. Weekly winners selected every Friday on ESPN and one lucky winner will receive the grand prize of 40-inch flat screen TV. Coors Light, keeping Texas chill throughout the holidays. Celebrate responsibly. Must be 21 or older to participate. No purchase necessary. Details at Central One step at a time, America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Good Feet Store has two. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you. See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at 1-800-258-8302. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 5th and Sunday, December 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. They don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 5th from 9 to 5 and December 6th from 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Social distancing will be enforced and attendees must bring their own mask. They are mandatory inside the event center. Temperature check at the door. Today, no matter what, we're going boating. Does that sound like something you would say? Time to visit Marineland Boating Center and talk about the new Mercury four-stroke outboards. Ranging from two and a half to 300 horsepower, the new four-strokes deliver legendary Mercury performance, unbeatable reliability, plus boat-enhancing technologies for superior hole shot, top speed, and fuel efficiency. If you crave smooth, powerful, and reliable boating, come to Marineland Boating Center. Mercury Outboards. Go bold 
At Community Bank & Trust, the term mobile community refers to all of our banking platforms. Online banking, mobile apps, mobile browser banking, even voice banking. No matter what device you're on, you'll be able to complete any banking function. We've taken customer account access and convenience to the next level. With Community Bank & Trust, enjoy state-of-the-art banking anywhere, anytime, on any device. Member FDIC. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. I know lots of people have a hard time pronouncing it and an even harder time living with it. I'm talking about plantar fasciitis. Our art support system is specially designed to help alleviate or even eliminate the pain caused by plantar fasciitis and a lot of other foot conditions. I see people who have tried everything finally come into the Good Feet Store and walk out feeling like they've gotten their lives back. Find what you've been missing at the Good Feet Store. See what they can do for you with a free art support bidding at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. 19 after 4 o'clock, we're going to take a minute. We're going to talk about our good friends over at Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Ram, Jeep, and boy, they got it going on right now. If you really want to make the Christmas season special, here's the ultimate present for you and your family. It's a brand new SUV truck or car from Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat. Every last one of those vehicles is deeply discounted during the big finish event now underway at Allen Samuels. And here's some great news. Most of these vehicles still feature 0% APR financing through Chrysler Capital, plus no payments for 90 days. I'm a big fan of that no payments for 90 days deal. Allen Samuels is your Central Texas Ram headquarters, and they have an amazing selection of Ram trucks, and if they haven't got it on the lot, they'll find it for you. They've got a locator, folks, and I'm telling you, they can find it for you. And They've got multiple Allen Samuel dealerships and connections all across the, the USA to find that vehicle for you. And Of course, uh, don't forget about the uh, brand-new Jeep for Christmas, like uh, the Renegade or the Cherokee or Grand Cherokee, and they come, and, and, and you can take a test drive while uh, while just you know hanging out and checking out Allen Samuels. The uh, Swiss Army knife of SUVs, of course, is the Jeep Gladiator, and you can check that out at Allen Samuels as well. So, hey, put your family in the king of minivans. That's the Chrysler Pacifica, and you can shop, apply, and buy online at allensamuelsdcj.com, and they will deliver for you. And, of course, uh, this is a Customer First Award of Excellence winner, and you know why? Because it's not just about the sale. It's about the service after the sale. They've got... An unbelievable service department. I'm telling you, they've got uh, 14 technicians. They've got uh, several folks uh, in the Quick Loop Center. They've got seven, count them, seven advisors uh, that uh, that will take care of you. When your vehicle is is in for service, whether it's, doesn't matter what it is, th there's going to be somebody in constant communication with you, whether it's uh, by text or by phone or or by email or carrier pigeon or whatever. They're going to stay in contact with you and keep you up to date on what's going on with your vehicle. Th that's the one thing that dr will drive a person nuts is not knowing what's going on with their car while their car's in the shop. So, hey, Alan Samuels is going to take care of you on that front. Sales, service, you've got it. Ted Teague and his staff, tremendous folks. That's Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, right there uh, on the on the old motor mile there. So check them out today. All right, uh, 422, 22 after 4. We mentioned that the Lady Bears played and won last night to move to 2-0. and They're going to Arkansas on Sunday for uh, a nationally televised game and a game right here on ESPN Central Texas, 430 for the pregame, 5 for the tip. 
Also coming up tonight, guys, it's the Jimmy V Classic as the Bears will take on Illinois. So this is what, number f- number two versus number five, number one versus n- – depending, right. on, depending on what poll you're reading and – uh, you know whether it's the coaches poll or the uh, riders poll, whatever. But this is this is a top five matchup, and stretch this will be fun. Big basketball game. I mean, it, it, to be this early in the year to get this kind of matchup, you're gonna. You know what? I guess the point I'm gonna make, Tom, is you're gonna know you're gonna know where you're at pretty early in the season after this after this basketball game and knowing that hey, you know what, we we belong here, or hey, we got some work to do. And, and nothing better than a measuring stick early in the year. And and, and I'm telling you, the, in this schedule, this schedule, wow, I, it's it's amazing. They got Illinois tonight, and then they're going to turn around and play Gonzaga uh, on Saturday morning, well, Saturday at high noon. So, yeah, you're right. This Your schedule is going to tell you a lot about your basketball team early on, and, and uh, it, it should be a lot of fun. Scott Drew talked about uh, – Talked about Illinois, and, and, and he talked about just what a talented group and and the experience of this Illinois basketball team. Whatever you're ranked top five in the country, that means uh, uh, you got some talent. And uh, uh, I think the key, too, is besides the talent, they have uh, some experience now. They're uh, uh, older players and uh, uh, proven players. So it'll be a great uh, uh, opportunity for us to see just uh, what areas we need to improve on and get better at as well if we want to do what uh, uh, we'd like to do uh, as far as the remaining of the year goes with the goals we scored. He, he also went on to talk about the challenges that the Illini present to his Baylor basketball team. Well, first, uh, uh, they're tremendous in transition, and uh, we, have to, we have to do a great job in transition defense. Um, second thing is uh, uh, rebounding-wise, we prided, prided ourselves on being one of the best rebounding teams in the country, and currently they're the best rebounding team in the country, offense and defensively. So um, I know uh, 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 this is a game where you, you have a lot of scoring, you have a lot of uh, uh, talented players, uh, but at the end of the day, uh, uh, defense and, and transition defense and rebounding are going to be critical. Uh, how big is this game? Well. Of course, we'll have it uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas, 8.30, 8.30 for the pregame tonight, 9 o'clock for the tip-off. And we'll begin all of our coverage at 6 p.m. with the uh, with the Baylor Coaches Hour, and uh, that's going to begin with Dave Aranda at 6 o'clock uh, coming up tonight. But 8.30, we'll have the pregame, 9 o'clock, we'll have the tip. The TV is ESPN stretch, and it's Dan Schumann, Dick Vitale, and Holly Roll. So uh, they're bringing out the A-team, the A-team for this team, one. Right? Yep, yep, bringing out the A-team for this one. And, and I was just noticing also that this one's going to be on national radio with um, Bob Valvano and Mark Kestisher. So how cool is that, that Bob Valvano is working the Jimmy Valvano Classic, the Jimmy V Classic. So uh, there you go. But, but uh, should be should be a lot of fun. And, you know, uh, it, it's early. Baylor's at 2-0 and and, and uh, Illinois is at 3-0. and So, uh, and again, two, two quality teams and should be a lot of fun tonight, uh, early Early non-conference basketball between the Bears and the Illini. No one, no one, again, knowing where you're at, Tom. I mean, it doesn't matter what sport we're talking about. Hey, we have to be talking about basketball right here. But knowing where you're at, knowing what you got to work on, knowing it really is. It's a good gauge, and this is going to, like you said, I mean, you got to, 
you got an early set right here where you can gauge where your basketball team is, and then you start pointing them towards that goal and where you want to go. Yeah, and again, it's cool to be ranked uh, like they are. They're they're number one in the preseason coaches poll, number two in the AP top twenty-five. That that's, but the cool thing about it is is you're playing to get to the tournament, and then in the tournament you make you, you do your business. I mean, it's about winning and moving on and losing, and, and you, you're out. I mean, once you get to that point, and yeah, it's fun to be ranked and, and talked about like that, but this is, the, this is a sport where you go prove it on the floor. Yeah, and that's, again, again Tom, where, and, and you, you start thinking about what Coach Drew, I'm sure, was talking about to his team and, and understanding, hey, you know early in the year, what we're what we're going to face, and I'm talking about the first day of practice. You know what you got in front of you, and it sure is good to say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna justify, and we're gonna we're gonna put our stamp on who we are and where we're gonna go in in, in this season." It's a uh, four twenty seven twenty seven after four, and again, we'll have it for you tonight. Eight thirty for the pregame, nine o'clock for the tip. It is Baylor and Illinois right here on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And, uh, of course, uh, that'll be uh, at uh, 8.30 this evening. All right, 427, this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Scott Drew and the Bears continue their early season gauntlet. Tonight, taking on Illinois in Indianapolis. 8.30 for the Pizza Hut countdown to tip-off. It's a 9 p.m. tip-off tonight for the Bears and the Fighting Illini. Join Pat Nunley and David Kay for all the play-by-play in Indianapolis. Here on the home of Baylor Bear Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. Walk-On's athletes put everything they've got into the game. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything we've got into bringing you a game day with a taste of Louisiana. Catch all your teams on over 70 big screen TVs. Dig into our mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, and voodoo shrimp. Plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. It's all made from scratch with ingredients you can't help but crave. Walk-On Sports Bistro. We live for this. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Greg Evans, class of 89 of Redwoods Incorporated, says Giga Maggie's Redwoods Incorporated, your Central Texas headquarters for specialty building products. Redwoods Incorporated at 623 Esther, right behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods carries a full line of outdoor building materials such as Redwood, Western Red Cedar, Timber Tech Composite Decking, premium grades of yellowwood treated pine lumber by Great Southern, stainless steel fasteners, and premium finishes to protect your project. Call Aggie alum Greg Evans to help you with your next order, 772-5243. Black Friday gets all the attention, but what about Truck Friday? Jay here from Pickup Outfitters, and we say enough is enough. Cologne for Christmas? What, do you want to smell nice when you hit a deer? I'll take a grill guard at $50 off instead. AirPods? Good luck storing your tools in those things. Give me a toolbox for $50 off at Pickup Outfitters. We've got a truckload of specials for Truck Friday. 
ARE camper shells or DCU units, $300 off. $150 off Amp Research Power Steps. Cat skin leather kits, $100 off. $100 off RKI heavy duty toolboxes. Buy WeatherTech front floor liners, get rear floor liners, 30% off. $100 off fifth wheel or gooseneck hitches. Spray in bed liners with a lifetime warranty, $50 off. For a complete list of Truck Friday specials is available in our showroom. Or for more details, go to our website, createacommotion.com slash Truck Friday. These specials good through December 4th at Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Coach Drew and the Bears will take on number five Illinois tonight in the Jimmy V Classic. And he talked about the task at hand with the Illini. First, uh, uh, they're tremendous in transition, and uh, we have to we have to do a great job in transition defense. Um, second thing is uh, uh, rebounding wise, we prided prided ourselves on being one of the best rebounding teams in the country. And, Currently, they're the best rebounding team in the country, offense and defensively. So this is a game where you, you have a lot of scoring, you have a lot of uh, uh, talented players, but at the end of the day, uh, uh, defense and, and transition defense and rebounding is going to be critical. Tip-off is set for 9 p.m. tonight and can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Stretch, we were just uh, just during the break kind of glancing up and and watching a little bit of the, uh, the, I started to say Packers, the uh, Steelers and the the Ravens 12-7 in the third quarter and and the Steelers taking over the football inside their own five-yard line. We were just we were just kind of discussing quarterback play. Robert Griffin the third, the uh, former Heisman Trophy winner out of Coppers Cove High School and Baylor University, getting the start for Lamar Jackson. It, just from a being comfortable, timing, those type of things. What are you looking at for a quarterback and an entire receiver set? To what? How long does it take? Or is or or can you can you quantify it that way? Uh, as far as quarterback receivers being comfortable with each other quarterback knowing how that the receiver is going to run the route the receivers knowing how the ball is coming out of the quarterback's hand how long does that take well I mean here's here's what I'm going to tell you is that anytime you play the backup quarterback you got to know he's coming in probably only taking about maybe 10 percent of the reps during the week I mean literally you don't have enough time during the week, there's not enough practice time to practice the backup quarterback. He can't get those reps. Now, when you're throwing routes on air and you're throwing, you know, you're throwing pat and go, you're doing some of those things. Yes, he's going to throw some footballs to the receivers. That's a different animal than when you've got a defense out on the field. You're trying to play leverage with the corners or levels with the safeties. You're trying to show your quarterback exactly what the defense is going to do and 
of course, I, I haven't been in the league. I mean, I've heard both sides of the argument. They used to get so mad and say, you know, I, I can remember Mike Zimmer saying who was the defensive coordinator when I was with the Cowboys, now the head coach of the Vikings. He would say, hey, you know what, we'll just call our defense. And our offensive coordinator at the time, who was Jack Riley, would get all, you know, PO'd and say, no, we want you to play a certain leverage. We want to show our receivers exactly what they're going to see on Sunday. And so a lot of times you're trying to get guys to align in the correct uh, fashion that you think you're going to see on Sunday to certain formations, shifts, or motions, and then – you want to make sure that that quarterback gets that feel of knowing, hey, i got to get this ball out. By the time my back foot hit, it's got to come out. By the time I take this hitch, I have to make the read. I have to see what the defense is doing and understand where I've got to go with this football. So when, when I tell you all that, it, it takes a long time. And even, you know, when, when I used to think back about Tom Brady and when he was really getting it done in New England – he was all off season. He would fly those receivers, whether it was Amendola, uh, Edelman, any, all the guys that he had. He would fly them out to the West Coast, and they would spend weeks upon weeks during the off season just going out and getting their timing down, just going out and throwing routes on air, just understanding, hey, if I'm here or I show you this, that means I'm moving from this particular zone, hey, I'm going to that zone. I'm going to move into this window. I'm going to make sure that I set it down here so that you have the understanding that I'm setting it in the soft spot. It takes a long time. And any time you see a backup quarterback going there, first of all, they're the backup for a reason. And second, and usually the reason is because they're a student of the game and they can they can take it with the mental reps, not having not having to take the physical reps on the field. But the other thing is understanding, like you were saying, and having the feel of knowing what your receivers are going to do, when they're going to shut it down, how they're going to shut it down, or if they're going to say, hey, I'm even and I'm fixing to be leaving and I hope you're heaving. Those are all things <laughs> that take time that you got to work on. Well, it, it, the reason I ask, I mean, we're watching this game and we're watching – what appears to be open receivers, and and sometimes the ball's getting there, and sometimes it's not. Timing is you could tell the timing's off, and I'm, you know, Garrett and I are discussing: is it uh, is it the routes? Is it the receivers? Is it the the quarterback's throw? I mean, or, or is the answer to all that yes? I mean, you know, yeah, it, it, it's it doesn't all of the above. Yeah, right? it doesn't look like they're in any kind of rhythm or sync. I can tell you that right now. Right, right, and and that's that's usually the. That is usually the feel you get with a backup quarterback, and and, and, and a Pittsburgh defense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And you're playing right. You're playing one of the top defenses in the league. You combine those two things, it can make you look bad. All right, uh, four thirty-six, and uh, the uh, Denver quarterbacks, uh, all sixteen of them, or whatever it is, uh, there was there was a little fine levied against those dudes uh, uh, for uh, for not wearing masks. Yeah, you think it was a little one, and I and I I don't think the league is done here. I could see, I could see the team being uh, punished. I I mean we've seen I I think we've seen somebody lost a draft pick. I don't remember who it was, but it was a late round draft pick. I think it was for, the Saints. Yeah, I think it was the Saints for not, you know, you know not following that protocol. And the league is not messing around. I mean, you hear Roger Goodell come out and say today, you know what, I'm against playing in a bubble 
then what he's really saying is you guys that are in your home, that are in your home stadiums, that are in your home facility, you better be taking care of your business because we're not going to we're not going to put we're not going to put them in a bubble and I think that's very interesting and it's a it's a different posture than maybe what we've heard from the other sports and you're right I mean you better take care of your business and uh, if not, the, you're you're going to be writing a check, and I mean that's pretty clear that's after exactly what right. happened happened in this situation. All right, uh, four thirty eight twenty two in front of five. All right, so the Cowboys get the Ravens, and they get them, I guess, Tuesday night or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll they'll they'll get that figured out. But yeah, Tuesday night, seven o'clock. The Cowboys are getting together in their position meetings and watching the game. Is there much that they can take away from this watching it live uh, on television? Well, sure there is. But, you know, here's the other thing that I'm going to say. The Cowboys went into really what was Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, thinking they were playing a game Thursday. Mm -hmm. So so now all of a sudden you've you've rushed up this prep time. You've got everything done that that probably you want to get done. You had some carryover on your offense. You've had some carryover on your defense. I'm talking about from a game plan perspective, and hopefully the carryover wasn't that fourth and ten from your 20 fake punt that they ran. I hope they throw that thing out. But you've had some of that carryover, and you're going to now have practiced a few days, and you were, I mean, really you were setting your body clock up to play a game tomorrow. And, and, and with it being pushed back four days, now you have some time in here where you can, in fact, hey, sit down and, and, and look at some different things. Uh, you, don't have to, you, you don't have the film to break down right now. It's being played live for you. So you have that opportunity to watch that. Normally, that never happens unless, you know, your team's playing a Monday night game. So ad- advantage Cowboys here with the opportunity and what they're getting to see fr- from a Baltimore team. Final thought on the NFL in in this segment is uh, is the playoffs. Uh, Roger Goodell, the commissioner, says he he just doesn't see games being postponed in, in postseason, and they're they're evaluating what what can be done. What can be done if you're not going to delay them or, or postpone them? What else can be done other than the? Uh, I mean, what what can be done? I mean, yeah, you can't – if you're not going to delay them or, or postpone them, what can be done? <laughs> what can be done is continue the march, continue the process, and, oh, by the way, you better be distancing, you better be – you better have your mask on, and I don't want to hear anything about it because if I do, I'm going to find your – you know what? So well, that's, and, that's and that brings happening. up a great point. I mean, and I realize that it's kind of difficult, and, and I know the Cowboys to a degree are doing it, and a lot of teams probably are, but – once you get to playoff time, you really then are going to have to go into a bubble, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, you're sure going to have to take are. your team into a a true bubble. Sure, you are, and you can't you can't afford to have any slip ups at all. And that and I think that's the message that he's sending. Is, you know what, fellas, <laughs> we we we've had some slip ups. We've had some teams who have done what they weren't supposed to do. I've had to levy some fines. We've had to dock a team draft picks. And you know what? Now it now it's playoff money. 
Now we're talking about what you're getting paid. Now we're talking about your playoff bonus, your money, the things that should be de- dealing with and, and having to deal with. You know what? It, it, it's really all about you, your family, why you do this, why you play this game, why you lift all the weights, why you do all that. Hey, now it's time for you to take care of your business. And I think that that really is a resounding message that he put out there. And it'll be interesting to see how this all unfolds and, and what kind of conversations they can have when it comes to the playoffs. But, uh, I mean, can you imagine, could you ever imagine a team having to forfeit a playoff game of the National Football League? Or could you imagine a team being in a position that Denver was in having to play you know, some quarterback that nobody knows about that you had to get off of a practice squad who was a, who was a receiver. Yeah, hey, but you, we're now learning that the Denver thing's a little more self-inflicted than what we first thought. Uh, right. Is this the league going, you know what, we're going to teach you a lesson? Sure it is. I mean, that, there's there's no question. That's that's exactly what. And the did. rest of the league but, better have paid attention to right, it. But my question is, did it did it really hurt? To to me, it stung beyond that. It stung the 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 football fan having to watch that kind of game or having to having to having to witness you know that performance. It really, I think it hurt the league as much as it hurt the Broncos. No, I agree. Uh, because I mean, Garrett, you know, as as a fan, you turn the television on and you see number eighty two or whatever mm-hmm. it was. I mean, you you know the outcome of the game. You know the outcome of the game before they kick off. I mean, Denver had no chance, zero. No, you really do. And I think at that point, if if you, I want to know how many fans actually even attempted to watch that game because I think what you even as a casual fan when you click over. And so you don't even know what's going on, and you look at that situation, and you're like, why am I going to watch this? It's just a waste of my time. And he has a good point, Stretch. Uh, the casual fan probably didn't pay a whole lot of attention to the, that game because they knew the outcome. You would probably have to have been a hardcore fan of those two teams. I mean – Or a degenerate gambler. <laughs> Well, yeah, that, but but hey, that was, <laughs> how about that? It was thirty-four and a half, and it goes right to thirty-four. I, I yeah, degenerate gamblers exactly <laughs> right. I mean, I, I, the rail bird up at up at Churchill Downs sitting there betting that, betting that. But I guess I'm saying more to to the effect of, you know, yeah, you did as an as a as somebody who talks about the game, covers the game. I. I I didn't watch that game. I, I I saw it on the red zone. I mean, I I happened to glance at it. But I think the painful thing is is before you go to bed Sunday evening and you're sitting down and you're looking past or you're looking at all the highlights of all the games and just having to stomach that two and a half minutes of what they put out there. I, I just believe it hurt the league. Uh, no 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 uh, no argument here. Uh, that was that I, that was not must see TV, I can assure you. 444 16 in front of 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour is brought to you by Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Tom Stretch and Garrett, and we've got college football conversation coming your way. Baylor football back on the road this Saturday headed to Norman to take on the OU Sooners. 5 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. 7 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Bears, Sooners, Big 12 football from Norman this Saturday. Right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. 
One step at a time, America's moving forward. Life is opening up, and the Good Feet Store has two. With safety measures in place, we're ready to serve you. Our personally fit arch supports are designed to reduce foot, knee, hip, and back pain and provide comfort, balance, and support. As we have for a quarter century, we'll continue to improve the quality of people's lives, two feet at a time, at the Good Feet Store. See what they can do for you with the free arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. Nobody has a better selection of Ram trucks than Cameron Autoplex. Need a large truck for your growing family? They've got that. Need a do-everything truck? They've got that. Need a heavy-duty work truck? They've got that, too. More and more of Central Texas buyers are making that short drive to Cameron Autoplex on Highway 77 South in Cameron and at CameronAutoplex.com. Find out why new truck owners are saying it's always cheaper in Cameron. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you've been missing, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and events for all interests. Members are raving about the wide open spaces and comfortable atmosphere. Contact April or Stephanie at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with the ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. Coach Drew and the Bears will take on number five Illinois tonight in the Jimmy V Classic. And he talked about the task at hand with the Illini. First, uh, uh, they're tremendous in transition, and uh, we have to we have to do a great job in transition defense. Um, second thing is uh, uh, rebounding wise, we prided prided ourselves on being one of the best rebounding teams in the country. And, Currently, they're the best rebounding team in the country, offensive and defensively. So this is a game where you, you have a lot of scoring, you have a lot of uh, uh, talented players, but at the end of the day, uh, uh, defense and, and transition defense and rebounding is going to be critical. Tip-off is set for 9 p.m. tonight and can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Coming up on Saturday evening, it's the Baylor Bears and the Oklahoma Sooners. It's a 7 o'clock kick, national television, 5 o'clock for the uh, the broadcast. And, of course, John, JJ, and Ricky, excuse me, with the uh, the call uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Stretch, uh, 
there of course there is you know the story yesterday was uh, you know kind of the fun story was was coach bob stoops coming out of retirement and and, and helping out uh, the oklahoma coaching staff and and that's because of the uh, the covid outbreak on in norman and what what is it garrett 27, 27 is, that, is that the number correct yeah so and the truth of the matter is this game has there's a little jeopardy to this game uh, uh, you know this game is in jeopardy of being played and earlier today on the uh, on the John Morris program Toby Rowland the voice of the uh, Sooners joined John and discussed the uh, the potential of this game being played or not being played I would say a better chance than not that we play. Okay. But, you know, there was testing today and testing again Friday, and I think they're close enough to the edge that if either one of those tests didn't work out very well, that, you know, we'd be off. So um, ho- I- I hopeful but far from a sure thing would be <laughs> my uh, assessment. There you go. Uh I mean, it's it's you know it's not a it's not a lock that, uh, that the Bears and the Sooners play on Saturday night, and quite frankly, if they don't, the Sooners already have a game next week, as do the Bears, and then the following weekend, guys, is the conference championship. Where do we go? Uh, you know, well, I'm sure right now they're 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 they've all got fingers and toes crossed, hoping that that they, they don't get the the you know the more uh positives or the more time that uh, that, that they're going to need i just i just shot benny wiley who's a strength coach at oklahoma while you were while you were talking about that i shot him a text message to see if we could get a little little updated info here and maybe help our show a little bit but but uh i i'm not sure where you go tom if it it, it, it it's almost like you you got no choice now but to back up the big 12 championship game yeah uh, in <laughs> Man, so you're playing it. You're playing at Christmas or around. I mean, crazy. Iowa State is seven and one, and they've got West Virginia at home. So you, you, you know, you, you don't assume anything, but you would you you kind of like Iowa State's chances to get to eight and one. Uh, Oklahoma's five and two right now. They've got uh, games at home with Baylor, and then they also play West Virginia uh, in, in two weeks. Oklahoma State plays TCU this week and then the uh the, then Oklahoma State will come to Waco uh in two weeks on the 12th so uh, and those are the really the three teams that that we're talking about and and what if Iowa State loses to West Virginia now they're sitting there at seven and two and and uh if Oklahoma cannot play this game Saturday night and they do play the makeup game with West Virginia the following week the best that they're looking at is six and two and, yeah. and and then Oklahoma State could very well end up at, at seven and two, so they could leap them. I would think by a half a game in the in the standings, because I think the the conference goes off of a winning percentage rather than you know a record because of this very reason right here that we don't know that all the games are going to get played and everybody's going to play an even amount of games. <laughs> and don't you know? Ooh. Don't you know those compliance officers are looking, going, well, what's really going to happen here? Do we? Do we? Is there a legal is, is there a legal background we're gonna go we're gonna go check on? But you know I, the other thing is I look at the other side of this. I mean Baylor may have played a complete a second mm-hmm. as complete a second half as they've played all year. You know they want to go play this football game. They want to go they want to go continue to get better and show that they're uh, 
that, that they're coming together as a football team. Yeah, they get uh, they get Oklahoma this week and Oklahoma State next week to close this thing out. And absolutely, and, and you know they sure they want to go play and they want to go play and they want to compete and they want to you know they want to factor into the uh, to the process of. Who goes to the Big 12 championship game at AT&T Stadium on, on, scheduled on December the 19th? So there you go. All right, you, you brought up Kirk Herbstreet, or, or maybe privately we talked about Kirk Herbstreet from ESPN Television and the conversation or the uh, statement that he made uh, uh, about the Big Ten matchup uh, with, uh, what was it, Ohio State and Michigan, I believe? Right. And here is his comments. I still think Michigan waves the white flag, potentially avoids playing Ohio State next week, and then, David, they'll, they'll potentially get a game on the 19th. They could be sitting there with six games. Um, and Michigan, is that fair, David? Michigan could opt out, basically, of that game and keep Ohio State out of six games to qualify for the Big Ten championship. That doesn't make sense to me. But And that was, I believe, on the uh, college football uh, preview show last night. Then later on in the evening, uh, Kirk Herbstreet uh, went a different direction with his comments. About the potential of them waving a white flag and, and intentionally trying to avoid playing Ohio State by just saying, hey, we have too many cases and, and we're going to opt out. Um, I have no business at all saying that. I have no evidence of that. It was completely unfair to the University of Michigan, uh, to Jim Harbaugh, to his players and coaches, and I just want to apologize. I think, if anything, um, I think we all go through some ups and downs, many downs for a lot of people during this COVID crisis that we're all in. And for me, um, in college football, I really struggle with where we are. Uh, players opting out, teams canceling games. Uh, it just seems like it's a downward spiral. And, and I, I think typically I try to remain positive and upbeat. And I think sometimes we all have our breaking points. And I think right now at week 14 with so much negativity surrounding the sport, I think that's, that's sometimes a pressure point for me. Again, I did not mean to insinuate, I have no evidence at all, that Michigan right now, they're, they're trying to, to do the best they can of, of uh, trying to cover um, and, and contain a virus from spreading on that roster. I wish them all the best. Hope they can play Saturday against Maryland. Hope they can play against Ohio State. Interesting. Now, Tom, Tom, let me ask you before, and I, I don't mean to interrupt here, but was isn't this the same guy who came out before football season and made the statement he would be surprised if we ever played college football? This season, yes, this absolutely. Yeah, absolutely he was. He, In fact, okay, uh, now, he was a proponent of not playing. What correct. What position did he play at Ohio State? Do you remember quarterback? No, no, he's, yeah, he was, I knew he was a back, wasn't he? Yeah, right, he was right now he looks like a defensive back, doesn't he? Have you ever he's seen backpedaling. him backpedal? Like no, he's backpedaling. <laughs> was, he, was he playing the right position? Holy. I wasn't trying to stump you on a position. I was trying to say, hey, I don't think he, I don't think he ever backpedaled like that. I mean, even even when he was under center, I, you know what? We all we all make statements we wish we wouldn't have made. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all, we're in the profession of getting on the radio, and and, and we sometimes we do wear our feelings on our sleeves or we say things that may offend people that that can happen and certainly I think that's what has happened with Kirk Herbstreet and I and I feel I feel a little bit sorry for him I I, I think he's sincere in apologizing and what he's saying right there but I I, I just go along I, I go back to when he said hey I'll be surprised if we ever play football and now 
kind of when you hear that, it, 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 it sounds like it's a season that it's taking its toll on him personally. Well, one person who's not buying it is Michigan's AD, Ward Manuel. And so he was asked about this situation earlier, and he said, I think it's ridiculous. I have to pause because of my words. I was angered, infuriated and by the insu- in- the insinuation that Michigan would do anything other than play a football game. We've been playing this game since 1879. Uh, we're the winningest program for a reason because we play whoever is in front of us. The only way we want to keep anybody from moving on is to beat them on the fields of play. To insinuate that or say anything other than that is a statement by a fool. It is something that is, I can't tell you how embarrassed I am for the Big Ten Conference and uh, one of their representatives who played the game. He's hot. He's hot. And yeah, he's, don't know that I blame him. And that's because you can't that, get it. You I, can't I put mean, the genie back in the bottle. No, but that's. A, I mean, we're talking about one of the you know one of the biggest rivalries in college football, right? Mm-hmm. Ohio State, Michigan. That, mm-hmm. That's a huge rivalry. There are things said all the time, and, and now you you know Herb Street played at Ohio State, and I'm sure you know he still has obviously has some of that in him, and you you don't know if you, you don't know what he was. You know, if there was really some underlying tone to where, you know, he was just kind of trying to give him a little jab or kind of give him a little punch. But like you said, now that the genie's out of the bottle and and it was a, it was a really I just think it was a poorly timed comment by him. And we all do it. I'm guilty of it. I, I, I can only speak for myself. I have said some things that Sometimes I wish, oh, man, I, d- I didn't say that or I didn't mean it that way or I didn't – it came across differently than what I was trying to say. And so I feel for him in that, in that circumstance. However, I'm still not past the fact that, you know, he made the comment that he would be surprised if, if college football ever got off the ground and look where we're at. And it's almost like the Big Ten – was so they, – they wanted to come out and be, kind of be first. They wanted to say, well, we're not going to play. And then they were so late to the party, and now we're having these discussions about an Ohio State team that, you know, that, that we're trying to say do they or don't they belong in the college football playoff with such a small sample of work out there. And in, 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 to echo your thoughts as we're up against the clock, if you turn a microphone on, there's going to be a day and there's going to be a time and there's probably several days and several times where you wish you wouldn't have said what you said. And I, I get I get what he's, you know, his apology there. I, I certainly do. But, you know, it's it's out there and it ain't going back. So 459, a minute in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Midway Panthers football, presented by Burton College and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Panthers conclude the 2020 season as they take on the Cedar Hill Longhorns. Our coverage from Cedar Hill begins at 7 o'clock at the pregame. We'll have the kickoff and all the play-by-play action at 7.30. Don't miss Midway and Cedar Hill, presented by Burton College and Ford, this Friday night at 7, right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. If you've been suffering with knee, hip, or back pain, the problem may be right under your nose. Your whole body is supported by your feet. If they're out of alignment, that could cause issues in your knees, hips, and even your back. The Good Feet System helps put your feet in their ideal position. Just step in. Meet with one of our specialists who will personally fit you with the perfect arch support system. You walk around, try them for free, and then you decide if they work for you before you buy. How great is that? At the Good Feet Store in Waco near Cabela's. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. You never 
Now that football season is here and cooler weather is right around the corner, it's time to replace those old windows. When you call Universal Windows Direct, it's easy to schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. Now offering 0% financing for 60 months, that's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com or call 254-301-7760. That's 254-301-7760. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The staff at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac in Waco loves giving back to the Central Texas community. Once again, they're participating in the U.S. Marine Corps Toys for Tots campaign, and they're asking for your help. Now through December 11th, listeners are invited to participate in Toys for Tots by bringing a new unwrapped toy to the dealership and dropping it off in the bed of the 2021 GMC era pickup truck on the showroom floor. The Marines will then distribute those toys to children in need throughout Central Texas. Also, if you purchase a new or pre-owned vehicle, Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac will place toys under their Christmas tree for the Marines to distribute in your name. Toys for Tots, an annual program that helps less fortunate children throughout the United States experience the joy of Christmas, while also assisting them in becoming responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens. Merry Christmas from your friends at Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. K265DV Temple. This is ESPN Central Texas. All right, uh, 5.03, three minutes after 5 o'clock. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Drive safely as you wrap up your work day and head for the house. Tom and Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us. Uh, the, uh, the game has moved. Into the fourth quarter, the Ravens, uh, they, I beg your pardon, the Steelers just scored. It's now, what, 19-7, to 7, I think, is the, uh, is the I score? I believe so. So, uh, it looks like this one is pretty secure for Pittsburgh as the uh, Ravens are now probably going to have to go to the passing game, and that hasn't worked out so well. Five yards passing so far through three quarters. That's, that's not good at all. So... They uh, the the Ravens are in a little trouble. Their stretch as they uh, they yeah, you know we'll we'll have Tony Banks on in the next segment, and I think that's a 
you know, I think it'll be a good question, Tom, for mm-hmm. you to for you to ask him. You know, hey, Tony was a backup quarterback. I mean, he started in the league for a long time, but he was also a backup. And let him kind of share, you know, with our listeners, you know, the the difficulties and how you have to prepare, and then you know the timing aspect of you know being able to get the football out of your hand and you know, where your receivers are going to be and knowing where they're going to be and when they're going to be and them having confidence in you, you having the confidence in them. And it's something that Carson Wentz is absolutely dealing with right now in Philadelphia. And obviously, RG3 is having a difficult time. He's got twice, I think he's got 68 yards rushing and 25 yards passing. So he's got almost three times the yards on the ground that he does throwing. It's, it's difficult. Let's uh, switch gears here and talk a little bit about uh, the uh, college football playoffs. And the uh, December 1st rankings uh, came out last night. Since it was December 1st, that makes a lot of sense. And nothing really changed, Stretch. Uh, You know, you got basically the same four teams. I I did find it a little ironic that the chairman said that they laid out uh, Ohio State and Texas A&M side by side to do a comparison to see if the Aggies should should move past Ohio State. And they determined that there wasn't enough there to move the Aggies past Ohio State. And we got to, yeah, you know, I just asked Garrett in, in this morning, bright and early, uh, when we were in the uh, sports bullpen, I said, what is the quality win for Ohio State right now compared to A&M's quality win? And, I, you know, A&M beats Florida on the road. Uh of all the wins, just circle that one. Yeah. And then what is the quality win for Ohio State? Indiana's the only one I can think it's of. It's the Indiana win, is it not? Yeah, it, it is. But, I, you know, here's kind of what what I'm wondering is sometimes, it, you know, you almost have to reverse handicap it and say the body of work lately. And, and my question to you guys would be, was A&M's – basically average performance against LSU did did that last kind of snapshot has that hurt the Aggies that that would be my question maybe I mean because again if you have if there's a vote involved and there obviously is a vote involved here then style points mean something which that's the one thing I cannot stand about sports that you shouldn't you shouldn't be voting uh, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. And you're, and you're, so, and you're, I mean, Tom, that's a great. I mean, that's a great point. Style. That, it's that's style what, points. And, and this, and, and we hate doing that. But that's what this is going to come down to. That's what this pandemic has put us into. Is we're going to be style pointing wins and style pointing losses. I mean, th- I mean, really think about that because that's that real. That's the only. That's the only thing you're going to be able to do. And so Ohio State. Who had to take a week off because because they got my Sharona issues or the other team they were playing had the issues and A and M goes out and plays basically a, a, a very average game versus a you know I would say a an LSU team who's down a little bit playing freshman you know two freshman quarterbacks and having to you know have the defensive struggles that they've had when you go out and put that basically average uh, win on the field. I, I would I would say I think it hurt A and M more than it uh, more than anybody. Well, it, they're sitting there; it's still at five. So I mean, we'll see. And again, this is I mean, I, I was looking at the committee this morning, and I'm not going to go through the whole list because you know that. But 
there's there's some guys on there that you go that you're absolutely convinced. R.C. Slocum's on this committee. Kenny Hatfield, the uh, former Arkansas coach. Ronnie Lott is on the committee. Uh, there's six athletic directors. They've seen a game or two. And then to say that you put the body of work of Ohio State and A&M side by side, I just, I don't know. And, and the fact that A&M's played seven games and Ohio State's played four, and I'll ask you the question, guys. I want both of your opinions. If Ohio State does not get to six and does not qualify for the Big Ten championship, I know that by rule it doesn't affect the college football playoff situation but should it with these with this committee and again those style points in that eye test if you've only got five games played you're you're asking me to do something that that i don't that i that i'm like firmly against doing and i and i know why it makes sense why you're asking me but i as as a football coach I hate style pointing wins. I, I really do because because guess what? I know how hard it is to go out and win. And that's the point I was going to make with Texas A&M. I know how hard it is to get your team who's coming off. They they were coming off. Absolutely they were. A two-week layoff where they were playing about, you could argue, about as good as anybody in the country minus minus the team in Tuscaloosa. They were playing about as good as anybody else, and they had they had to sit down for two weeks and then come back and play. That they come back and play an LSU team that you know they beat twenty to seven, and and to me a win is a win, and I'm telling you it's hard to win, and I'm doing everything that I hated as a coach doing, which is sitting here had trying to justify and style pointing a win versus last year's <laughs> national champion, even though it doesn't feel like it's the same. It's not the but same. But you're three thousand percent correct. A win is a win is a win. I don't care about style points. If my team has one more than your team, I win. Period. Paragraph. I, I don't. I don't get. And that you know. Remember the BCS system. You know, it, at first it took into consideration, you know, victories like that. And so t- you had teams running up to score uh, because they were trying to, you know, work the BCS system. Absolutely. A- absolutely you had teams doing that. You had teams saying, you know what, we're going we're gonna to run up and down the field trying to hang a half a hundred on somebody. No question. No question that was happening. And you mentioned a while ago, Tom, about uh, – Ohio State having been in a position where they might not be able to qualify for the Big Ten championship. And that was something that Wisconsin AD Barry Alvarez was asked about earlier today uh, from the Detroit News. And he said that I would think that if something was to happen to where Ohio State had to cancel another game, then we would have to revisit this situation. They're sitting up there still ranked at number four. Our league can't keep them from having the opportunity if they have a chance to uh, be in the finals. Cha-ching. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, stop. Like, you think, you that's, think that's it. What he was looking at. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, we're going to change the rules so we can get our guy in. <laughs> if it ain't us, we want our buddy in, and you know, and and we want that we want that cash register to ring. You're going to believe me or your lion eyes? Which one is it? <laughs> so we got a text here, Stretch. This is a question I want you to or both of y'all to chime in on. But uh, from a two five four number, he says. Uh, why is A&M's win over LSU average when they basically shut them out for 55 minutes of the game? I'm, I, I am, let me tell you something. I am in no way saying it's average. Not, I, I, I am not because I ensure you, everybody listening, I know how hard it is to win. 
I'm telling you, when you sit as a committee, mm-hmm. and if you're sitting in there and you're trying to put, you're trying to, you're trying to make an example of which team belongs in which setting, I, I'm just guessing and assuming that they would say that to me that, and, and talking to people that I talk to around college football, they, the, the under underlying tone was that was a very average win for me. Mm-hmm. And, and, and let me tell you again, from, from my standpoint, I know how hard it is to win. So I'm never saying, hey, it's an average win. I'm saying, you know what, it's a win versus a good football program, a good football coach who's a little bit down because they, they're, they're, you know, they're having to play basically two freshman quarterback. But I'm not saying it's average. I'm just assuming that that's what the committee is saying. And again, keep in mind now you got Bama one. I think they're pretty secure in that number one spot unless something crazy happens. But you have Notre Dame, Clemson, and Ohio State. Again, Notre Dame and Clemson will play in the in the ACC championship. And I heard, and again, it was a speculation, but I heard the other day that if Clemson beats Notre Dame, they'll both have one loss. They'll both have beat each other. That would basically kind of nullify each other and. It wouldn't change. Those four teams would go into the into the playoff then, right? So if you're an Aggie, Tom, or you, you you're a you big, you're the Notre biggest Dame Notre Dame, Dame fan. You're the biggest Notre Dame fan you can. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're and so if they if that happens and Notre Dame beats Clemson, hands Clemson their second loss, wouldn't that elevate? Wouldn't that elevate A uh, and M into that four spot? And I also heard that it might elevate Florida into the four spot. But there's that, no way. There's no way it's, unless they beat Alabama. If they, unless right, they if beat that, Alabama, that, that is the way. When yeah, that's their no route. Way, yeah, they, they would have to. They would have to beat an undefeated Alabama team in the SEC championship, which probably would not knock Alabama out correct, of the top correct, four. They correct. would stay. All right, five fourteen. We got to run. We got Tony Banks coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a chilly night across central Texas with lows reaching the mid-30s with mostly clear skies and winds coming in from the northwest around 10 to 15 miles per hour. Thursday will start off with temperatures in the upper 30s. It will be a cool day with highs in the mid-50s with mostly sunny skies. Friday will be even warmer with highs around 62 degrees with mostly sunny skies into the weekend. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 539 for your forecast first. Plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Hey, Steven knows how to get me going, man. Another one bastardous. I could have been the black Freddie Mercury. I think you might want to look at Freddie Mercury's background. I feel like there's some I was going to just let him go with it. No, Freddie Mercury was a cool dude. He was a cool dude, yeah. I ain't judging, man. In life, there's settings. When you go to the settings, you can change it to whatever you want it to be. Everybody knows what you're saying. Unnecessary Roughness, Monday through Friday, noon to 3, on ESPN Central Texas. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest on ESPN Central Texas, presented by Whataburger. Each week, go to CentexSportsFan.com to vote for 10 selected games throughout the Central Texas area, with the winner receiving a Whataburger gift certificate. Introducing the new limited-time spicy chicken sandwich at Whataburger. With the flair of spicy, crispy chicken topped with fresh, cool veggies and pickles, this flavor speaks for itself. So stop by your hometown Whataburger and try it today. It's the High School Football Pick'em Contest, brought to you by Whataburger on ESPN Central Texas. (laughs) 
Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. I know lots of people have a hard time pronouncing it and an even harder time living with it. I'm talking about plantar fasciitis. Our art support system is specially designed to help alleviate or even eliminate the pain caused by plantar fasciitis and a lot of other foot conditions. I see people who have tried everything finally come into the Good Feet Store and walk out feeling like they've gotten their lives back. Find what you've been missing at the Good Feet Store. See what they can do for you with the free arch support bidding at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 5th and Sunday, December 6th at the Harker Heights Event Center off Edwards Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be the place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. If they don't have it, they don't make it. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 5th from 9 to 5 and December 6th from 10 to 4 at the Harker Heights Event Center. Social distancing will be enforced and attendees must bring their own mask. They are mandatory inside the event center. Temperature check at the door. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Five nineteen, nineteen minutes after five o'clock. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Stretch, Garrett, we're glad you're with us on a uh, Wednesday afternoon. Uh, cloudy skies and, or, or actually clear skies rather, in a nice evening as the uh, sun sets in the heart of Texas. Pittsburgh leading Baltimore nineteen to seven, nineteen seven, and there uh, was six minutes to go in the game. And I just noticed, Stretch, that. Uh, that uh, RG3 is not in the game uh, yeah, at quarterback saw, for the Ravens. Yeah, I just saw they put Trace McSorley in there. I saw that as well. So <clears throat> trying to, you know, I, I don't know if there's something hurt with him or if they're just trying to trying to rally the troops with a, uh, w- with a different signal caller. Yeah, it's uh, 5 20, 20 minutes after 5. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we're glad you're with us as we roll through a uh, Wednesday afternoon. We're uh, – uh, efforting Tony Banks, the uh, former uh, former NFL quarterback and, and Big Ten television analyst, and we're going to get him in here and uh, and talk a little bit uh, talk a little little football here. It's his uh, former team, the Ravens, are uh, 
in Pittsburgh taking on the Steelers this afternoon and, and trailing again 19 to 7 with 531 to go in the uh, in the football game and we do welcome uh, Tony Banks to the program here on this Wednesday afternoon Tom Barfield Glenn Stretch Smith and Garrett Rawson Tony thanks for your time we appreciate it let's uh let's I, I, my question first of all is is about uh, Robert Griffin the third getting the start for the Ravens today and he, he he has struggled and we were just talking about how long does it really take for a quarterback and a receiving unit to get in sync and really play at a high level to where you have a chance to compete and win? Well, I think that all depends on on who the quarterback and receivers are. I, I don't think uh, a talented passer and a talented group of receivers, it takes that long to really uh, – get on the same page but saying that the Ravens have a unique offense you know they don't ask a lot of their outside receivers and when they do it's it's a lot of post routes and things off the play action in their run in their run pass option game so um you know all that being said it's 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 all about fit it's all about uh who your receiving core is and who your quarterback is Lamar Jackson is uh not the most talented passer in the NFL so there are some throws and some concepts that they don't use or take advantage of and that's uh that's the advantage of the defense sometimes tony let me ask you this when you when and and i want you to explain to our listeners because i know you've been you you came into league in st louis you were the starter you 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 finished your career and and you were the backup but uh, having said all that talking about the number of reps that you would get during the week and 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 maybe you you have to know that You've been in that position, but how, how, how tough it is and how you have to structure your mind mentally in order to be ready to go into a football game, even though you're not getting the re- the reps during the week. Well, the best backup quarterbacks are not always the best quarterbacks. You know, it, it takes a, a mental toughness and a mental resiliency to be able to, to try to stay ready when you're getting no reps. I mean, there's just not enough time. Um, in the day to be able to get two quarterbacks ready for an NFL football game. So the starter gets almost all, maybe 90% of the reps during the week. The backup gets 10%, and most of that is on Friday, you know, at the, at the most. So it's tough for that position. But, you know, RG3's been there a while. I think he has respect of his teammates. The uh, um, offense isn't going to have to change much because, uh, at least as far as running the football, they both do some things very similar. I think RG3 might even throw it a little better than Lamar Jackson is uh, taboo, as that might be to say, from uh, about a former MVP. Right. Talking to Tony Banks, a former NFL quarterback, former Big Ten analyst, and now he's, he's, he's coaching his son at the Green Hill Academy. We've got, got to have a lot of love for the dads out there who step up and do that. Tony, I, I want to shift gears a little bit, too, and talk about the Cowboys. I know you're, you're still living in the Metroplex. That's kind of where you made, you've made your home, but – you know, the, the Cowboys have pressed uh, Ben DiNucci into, into service for the for the one game that he went out there. And I was a little surprised yesterday to see Jerry Jones make the – he made the observation that he didn't feel like it was any different what Denver had done in having to sign a quarterback off of a uh, – it wasn't even a quarterback. It was sign a receiver off of the practice squad 
press him yeah. into service with one day's practice. He goes out and goes one for nine through two picks for 13 yards. And he kind of said, well, we were in that position too. And I, I was kind of flabbergasted and thinking, okay, wait a minute, Jerry, you drafted that guy out of James Madison. How can we draw that comparison? Did, did you happen to see that comment and did it, it kind of set you back a little bit when you heard that? Of course I did. You know what a huge Jerry Jones fan I am, man. So, <laughs> no, I, I think uh, maybe what he said and what he meant hopefully wasn't the same thing. He's trying to maybe uh, make the two situations seem similar when obviously they're not. You know, uh, Danucci has been, you know, in all the Zoom meetings and for whatever training camp and practices that they've had, he's been – available, being able to be tutored by Dak before he went down and Dalton before he went down. So I don't think the situation is similar at all. It was uh, it was really sad what Denver had to run out there with. I mean, for a pro football team to have to run out there with what would amount to, you know, a, a practice squad receiver, not even a practice squad quarterback was uh, – that was a rough day for the Broncos. Yeah, and it, and it is. It, it, it was. I'd say it's embarrassing for the league, and we've talked about that. We've gone over that, Tony. I want to. I want to shift gears one more time. Talk to you a little bit about the Big Ten. I know you. I haven't played at Michigan State, and, and 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 gone through that. What are your feelings about allowing, uh, or, or or putting a possibly only five win team? from the Big Ten into the college football playoff. I mean, in your mind, I know you still study the game. I know you still watch the game. Is is a five-win Ohio State team going to be better than, say, a nine- or ten-win Texas A&M team? You know, I'd hate to be the people who are, are making those decisions there, Glenn, because uh, it's obvious when you see Ohio State, when they are able to play, that they're one of the top teams in the country. Um, but it's also, we know this game, you know, you're, you're built on what you do week to week in a five week season. I mean, if, if, a if a career was built on a five week season, Glenn, I'd be in the hall of fame. I had a few five game stretches where, <laughs> where, where I looked serviceable, you know? So, uh, so I mean, five games is not enough to be able to decide in my opinion, if you're one of the top teams in the country, but you know, fortunately I'm not one of the people making those decisions. There's talks right now from the about Barry Alvarez touched on it earlier about the Big Ten maybe changing the rules uh, if they're not if Ohio State's not able to get the game next week with Michigan. Do you think that's something that they'll actually do? Uh, I think you know this year is such a unique year, fellas. That I think anything's on the table. You know, I, I've been even in my little high school situation, everything's been so fluid week to week. You have no idea if kids are going to be on campus or not, if, you know, who tests uh, what and who's been in contact with what. So this is just such a unique year. You know, I think anything's on the table when it comes to trying to get these kids to get, you know, games on the field. You know, obviously there's money involved and um, <laughs> there's a lot of purse strings being involved. So, um, that's something that 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 uh, some of us don't have to deal with, but you know, it's, it's all about trying to get these kids games, and 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 I feel for the kids who, you know, might not be going to the NFL or or being able to play anymore, like my seniors at, at my high school that got three games in their senior season. So that's kind of where my my thinking lies right now, fellas. Tony, I tell you, I appreciate you jumping on with us, and uh, I, I know you. 
I know as a dad, you got you got a good-looking young man. A, a Deuce is he's going to be throwing it all around the yard, and that's I know that's something you you you're working on, take a lot of pride in. So hey, I I appreciate you taking time to jump on with us, and uh, hey, if I if we don't catch up uh, before the holidays, happy holidays to you and your family. I appreciate it, Tony Banks. You too, G Money. You know I love you, man. Talk to you soon, bro. Appreciate you, brother. There he goes, Tony Banks, former quarterback. In the NFL, really, really, really class guy. And I tell you what, Tom, I, I thought it was interesting because he had a hang, 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 hang on, hang on, <laughs> hang on. What was that? Z money? G money. G money. Okay. So you're G money, uh, Garrett. Oh, but with Michael Irvin, Stretch. With you know, I mean, you had you had you know, it was a little different nicknames for me. I mean, Stretch kind of stuck with me because that was something that was that was always there. And then kind of you know, we 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 moved into the later part of our our time there with the Cowboys. And when Tony was in there, he 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 thought G Money fit a little better. <laughs> so it's all good. So so Garrett, make note we've we've got G Money in the house with us this <laughs> afternoon. It's uh, five twenty nine. Time now for the Baylor Sports Beat, and then G Money and I will return right after this. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a win for the Lady Bears on the road. We'll give you details, plus the Baylor men in action in a top five matchup tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When it comes to value and great customer service, you can count on us. Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. As a customer first award of excellence winner, our customers always receive exceptional service and during the big finish event, you save thousands on every car, truck, and SUV. Plus, most vehicles feature 0% financing. The big finish event. Now at your friend in the car business, Alan Samuels. TNG can and here's why. To say my wife and I have a lot to clean is an understatement. So we go to TNG Chemical, where the pros know what cleaning solutions to use and give us detailed instructions on exactly how to use them. We never got that kind of advice from any other stores. And the prices at TNG are great, from general household cleaners to odor control solutions for our pets. We go to TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. TNG Chemical and Supply. That's why. Baylor football back on the road this Saturday, headed to Norman to take on the OU Sooners. This is Hannah Sedwick with Baylor Volleyball, and this is my story. Nobody could have predicted COVID and all of the uncertainties of 2020. While I am tempted to fear and to doubt that God is still present in our situations, I can look back and see where he has delivered me, where he has been the solid rock, and where his plan has prevailed over mine. His plan has brought me more blessing than I could have ever imagined. My name is Hannah Sedwick, and this is my Champions Tribune. Read more Champions Tribune at BaylorBears.com. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, the fourth-ranked Baylor Lady Bears on the road for the first time this season, playing in Tampa against South Florida last night. 
The Lady Bears won the game 67-62, the final score. A career-high scoring night for Queen Egbo with 25 points, also 11 rebounds. Also a career-high 14 points for Trinity Oliver in the victory. Also notable from the game, senior D.D. Richards played 30 minutes in the contest just over a month after a serious spinal injury. The Lady Bears now 2-0 on the season. They'll play at Arkansas coming up on Sunday. Meanwhile, the Baylor men, number two in the nation, take on number five Illinois tonight in Indianapolis. Head coach Scott Drew has joined the team in Indianapolis after a COVID quarantine period. Here's Coach Drew on the matchup with the Illini. Whenever you're ranked top five in the country, that means uh, uh, you got some talent. And uh, I think the key, too, is besides the talent, they have uh, some experience now. They're uh, uh, older players and uh, uh, proven players. So it'll be a great uh, uh, opportunity for us to see just uh, what areas we need to improve on and get better at as well if we want to do what uh, uh, we'd like to do uh, as far as the remaining of the year goes with the goals we scored. Scott Drew with the Bears in action tonight against Illinois in Indianapolis. The broadcast beginning at 8.30 tonight, tip-off at 9 here on ESPN Central Texas Television tonight on ESPN. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow, I'm John Morris. Recently on the John Morris Show. We welcome in the voice of Baylor basketball, the voice of the Bears. Pat Nunley joins us from Indianapolis. Good morning to you. you. Know, J-Mo, here's the deal. Yes. So I feel like I feel like a shooting guard who's been moved to play the point. And I, I'm a bit of a fish out of water. All I can say is I miss you, and I can't wait for you to be sitting in that play-by-play chair. And me right next to you, by the way. But yes. this, is, this is heavy lifting, man. Well, you know, you're just, uh, you're perfectly suited for the color role, but you do so well. I, let me tell you, I've heard so many comments from people, and they kind of say it to me like, should I say this to him? But they say, what a great job you and David are doing. And I say, I absolutely agree. So, great job. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's Al from the Good Feet Store. I know lots of people have a hard time pronouncing it and an even harder time living with it. I'm talking about plantar fasciitis. Our art support system is specially designed to help alleviate or even eliminate the pain caused by plantar fasciitis and a lot of other foot conditions. I see people who have tried everything finally come into the Good Feet Store and walk out feeling like they've gotten their lives back. Find what you've been missing at the Good Feet Store. See what they can do for you with a free arch support bidding at the Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitsche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Only Fox 44's Mike Point has the weather rate seal of approval for the most accurate forecast in Central Texas. What is weather rate? It's an independent organization that monitors forecasts for accuracy. From storms and wind to sunny skies and extreme heat, they track it all. So when you're preparing for your day, 
Trust Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe and the Fox 44 Storm Team to give you the most accurate forecast every time. Fox 44 News, weather rate certified. Central Texas most accurate forecast. For a limited time, when you open a Casasa checking account at Genco Credit Union, you can receive a cash bonus, a $25 cash bonus. Now is your chance to be a part of the friendliest credit union in town and enjoy all the benefits of a free account that pays you money back each month and a bonus when you open it. Apply online today and get your bonus and start letting your money make you money. Qualifications and requirements will apply. For details, go to GencoFCU.org and CUA Equal Housing Lender. Genco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Coach Drew and the Bears will take on number five Illinois tonight in the Jimmy V Classic. And he talked about the task at hand with the Illini. First, uh, uh, they're tremendous in transition, and uh, we have to we have to do a great job in transition defense. Um, second thing is, uh, uh, rebounding wise, we prided, prided ourselves on being one of the best rebounding teams in the country. And currently they're the best rebounding team in the country, offense and defensively. So this is a game where you, you have a lot of scoring, you have a lot of, uh, uh, talented players, but at the end of the day, uh, uh defense and, and transition defense and rebounding is going to be critical. Tip off is set for 9 PM tonight and can be heard on ESPN central Texas sports center every 20 minutes only on ESPN central Texas. Five thirty-seven, twenty-three now in front of six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Stretch and Garrett, we're glad you're with us here on this uh, Wednesday evening. We've got uh, fifty-five degrees in the heart of Texas. And Stretch, I, I, I found it interesting that Tony Banks, uh, when asked about uh, you know the the situation in the Big Ten, he, you know he basically said, "Hey, look, you know all bets are off when it comes to what's going on this year because of this year." Yeah, I mean, hey, it was – what I thought was interesting, too, is how he kind of made the statement or it kind of felt like he was – he really didn't want to – he almost – it was almost uncomfortable for him. You know what I mean? He was kind of like, wow, I, I'm not sure. And that's why I like having guests on because he he played in the Big Ten, understands the loyalty to that conference, and then he was thinking, man, I mean, you know, I'm glad I'm not in that position – to where I have to say, you know, does A&M and what they've accomplished, uh, do, do the Aggies kind of surpass Ohio State and really one win against uh, – uh, uh, were they in the top ten? Whereas Indiana was number nine, I think, when they beat them. So versus a A&M t- team who'd beaten the top five opponent in Florida. I, 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 to me – Again, I'm glad I don't have to be in that position, and I think that's what he was saying, was he was glad he didn't have to make that call as well. G-Money, you know, I love you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy, that's great. One other thing uh, about college football I want to get into, you know, one of the things that the NCAA has decided that – the record doesn't matter. If if you can play and they select you, you can go to a bowl game, but – uh, we've now got nine bowl games that have been canceled, guys. Nine bowl games have been postponed. So that's 18 teams that are not going to be going to postseason play simply because the, there's not an, the games aren't there. So, uh, And now you're down to, what, 34, I believe, right. is the number. So uh, and, interesting. 
And some uh, some new breaking news on the COVID front. Uh, Liberty quarterback Malik Willis has tested positive, and he will not play in this big matchup with Coastal oh, Carolina. Oh no! And that's you know, and, and again, we mentioned that uh, game day is going to be there for that one, and uh, now Liberty's starting quarterback will not be will not be in the football game. And, and you, you got to wonder if there's one player that's positive. Are there more from that particular university that are going to? That are going to be end up being positive, or so, that meeting room. All that, sudden, yeah, right? that's right. That's exactly right. That meeting room. We know about quarterback meeting rooms, don't we? Uh, ask Denver. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. I mean, I mean that one one guy and two guys without their mask, and all of a sudden we get a quarterback that nobody's even heard of, and and, and nobody. Oh, he is a quarterback. I th- we thought he was receiver. What a strange situation. And you bring up a good point. If it if it's not a contained situation, do other people, um, other players end up catching it? Well, Coastal Carolina is kind of taking that into consideration. And according to Ross Dellinger, them and BYU have been uh, in talks about the possibility of playing Saturday if Liberty is not able to wow. uh, play. Really? Yeah. And, and BYU could could use a game. I mean, again, that was the team that uh, if you look at BYU's. I, I wish we could pull it up. The original BYU football schedule compared to the current BYU football schedule, it's slightly different. Uh, they've had to go find games. Yeah, yeah, and how about – I think I was reading earlier where Houston SMU has now been canceled, and, and, and that's officially been done twice. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, poor Houston. <laughs> it, are they're going to – I mean, is that not – is it seven times now for Houston? I mean, I, am I not? I mean, is I believe that, so. Because it, it was four in September. I mean, the entire month of September got wiped out. And, and wow. I mean, they just can't catch a break. Uh, and some of NFL, it's been if theirs. If in the NFL, would they be getting a fine time? <laughs> yeah, well, somebody would. Yeah, you're exactly right. 541, 19 away from six. Yeah, so interesting. So BYU's original schedule was at Utah, then Michigan State, at Arizona State, at Minnesota, Utah State, Missouri, Houston, at Northern Illinois, at Boise State, uh, San Diego State, North Alabama, and then at Stanford. And like you said, it did is you drastically know, different. Did you hear all of the Pac-12, Big Ten teams that was on that list? <laughs> now, tell me who they played. Now it was at Navy, at Army. No, Army, they didn't play. That game was postponed. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they played Troy, uh, La Tech, UTSA, Houston, Texas State, Western Kentucky, they, they did play the game at Boise, um, Northern North Alabama. So so some games are on the record still. North Alabama games there, and then they're still going to play San Diego State. But early as on, when you look at the first six oh, yeah. weeks of the season, compared to what they scheduled, Utah, Michigan State, uh, you know, come on, that that's not exactly the same. No. I mean, and if they would, <laughs> here we go. Don't want to get this going again. But if they would have played that schedule and been sitting there at what uh, nine and zero or whatever they are right now, they're a top four team, aren't they? Oh, yeah, without yeah, a I doubt. Mean, that, so that's the whole thing. Is is now? Are you looking at that and going, God, compared to what you had, is is this is this what you're going to give? And and that's when you get the yeah. And and that was the point all along. I think was for me was. It wasn't that they didn't try to play that competitive schedule. They just couldn't play a, a as competitive a schedule as they needed to to be in consideration for for the uh, the tournament. But you know, 
Uh, it is what it is. Uh, and, and again, just like Tony Banks said, in this in this season of 2020, who knows? All bets are off. I mean, exactly. this is, seriously. All we're right, looking uh, at, we're looking at a game Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday we afternoon. Got a final. Yep. And, and for a minute, I for a fleeting minute, I thought that the Ravens were going to get back in the game. They were down 19 to 14. It was 2:40 to go in the game, and they had all three timeouts plus a two minute warning, and they could not get it done. They couldn't get off the field. So uh, Pittsburgh is going to win this when it looks like 19 to 14. One Big 12 basketball nugget real quick. It, it, I don't know if y'all have had an opportunity to watch Texas over the, the course of the season, but they are, they have a really good team, and they just knocked off um, North Carolina on a last-second shot. That's two uh, in a row Matt for North Coleman. Carolina. Yeah. They've dropped two in a row in their home state. Now, they're playing in the Maui Invitational, but they're playing in North Carolina. Well, I thought Garrett said it, it was it was all about Shaka's hairdo. <laughs> that's, that's all it can be, man. New do. So didn't, Mich- didn't Michigan State knock them off yesterday? North Carolina? No, uh, North Carolina beat Stanford yesterday. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, it, it, so yeah. Okay, so they went 1-1 one and one in that deal. But Texas is what now? 3-0? and 4-0? Correct. Yeah, something like that. So, there you go. All right. It is a 545, 15 away from 6. John Morse is coming up in a few minutes with our uh, Big 12 Blitz. And we're back with more of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on Off the Bench. We've been talking about Ben DiNucci this week and what nickname we want to go with. So we've got it down to two choices. Nucci Main or Gucci DiNucci. Which one do you my, like better? I This is my favorite question so far. Um, <laughs> I I would lean towards the first. I hope for for our sake, for your sake, that he comes out like uh, like a you know a huge diamond chain off the bench from 10 to noon Monday through Friday on ESPN Central Texas the game of football is about pain ever since I was five years old it's been all about football it's been about running jumping blocking tackling I stopped playing at 31 you're listening to Michael Robinson retired pro fullback I thought that foot pain was going to be with me for the rest of my life I'm so glad I met good feet I'm so glad those art supports are in my shoes. See what they can do for you with the free art support fitting at the Good Feast store in Waco, located near Cabela's. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats. This 1950s-style diner serves one-of-a-kind sandwiches on their homemade bread, salads, soups, pies, cakes, and cookies, all made fresh daily. Enjoy Fox's Treats and Eats malts, shakes, floats, and sundaes while enjoying music from the 50s. Fox's Treats and Eats, adjacent to the Cedar Chest Antique Mall, Highway 84 near McGregor. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog, because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. 
Looking for quality plants at affordable prices? Would you like your yard transformed from an unmaintained pile of weeds to a yard that looks like a beautiful park and increases the value of your property? Barrera's Nursery and Landscape is the place for seasonal plants, shrubs, trees, and perennials, as well as a wide variety of bulk material and landscape rock. Locally owned and operated for over 20 years, Barrera's Nursery and Landscape, open every day, 9 till 5, at 201 Sun Valley Drive in Hewitt, or call them at 254-666-9806. Good luck to the Midway Panthers as they continue their tradition of excellence this season. At Wilkerson Hatch Bailey, we also carry traditions. I'm Brooklyn Bailey. 95 years, our family has been honored to serve families like yours by providing a range of funeral services and celebrations custom to your loved ones. From intimate memorials to large celebrations, we believe every life deserves to be honored in a way that brings peace to your family. Learn more at whbfamily.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with ESPN Central Texas Sports Center Update. Experience the homemade food and unique atmosphere that everyone is talking about at Fox's Treats and Eats on Highway 84 near McGregor. Coach Drew and the Bears will take on number five Illinois tonight in the Jimmy V Classic. And he talked about the task at hand with the Illini. First, uh, uh, they're tremendous in transition, and uh, we have to we have to do a great job in transition defense. Um, second thing is uh, uh, rebounding wise, we prided prided ourselves on being one of the best rebounding teams in the country. And, Currently, they're the best rebounding team in the country, offense and defensively. So this is a game where you, you have a lot of scoring, you have a lot of uh, uh, talented players, but at the end of the day, uh, uh, defense and, and transition defense and rebounding is going to be critical. Tip-off is set for 9 p.m. tonight and can be heard on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Five forty-nine, eleven away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris is coming up at uh, five fifty-five, somewhere in that neighborhood, with the Big Twelve Blitz. That's the latest news and notes from the uh, Big Twelve Conference. And then uh, we are back uh, tomorrow afternoon around three o'clock. It stretch it went final nineteen fourteen. Steelers remain undefeated, and you know they're just quietly going about their business. I know we talked a lot about the the Ravens because of RG three and, and what's going on there, but. The Steelers just quietly went about their business to get to, what, 11-0 now? I mean, it, it, didn't that feel a lot like the game that they played, you know, that they played against the Cowboys? Just kind of get it done, go go make sure you get the win. I, I feel like when you listen to what Mike Tomlin says and kind of his – the things that he preaches, what he goes – how he goes about his business, all of a sudden, boy, does it feel like – his team is not buying into all that. Doesn't matter when we play. Doesn't matter where we play. It, we just keep we just keep knocking them down, and that's exactly what the Steelers are doing right now. Is this a team that is built to go undefeated through the regular season and through the postseason? I, you know, you have to say right now, it, it certainly looks like a possibility. Do I think they will? I, I do not. But I mean, at every opportunity for somebody to kind of step up and knock them off. They've answered the challenge every time. Have they played the Chiefs yet? I no, haven't the looked. Chiefs only, the Chiefs only have one loss, and that was to uh, the to the Raiders. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, they have not. So uh, five fifty one, nine away from six on this uh, on this Wednesday evening, and again uh, 
we've got basketball. We, well, we, first of all, we got the Baylor Coaches Hour coming up at the top of the hour, 6 o'clock. And then uh, at 8.30, we'll uh, join uh, Pat Nunley and David Kay. And let me just say this, and, I, and I, we were talking about this earlier too, mm-hmm. guys. Uh, David Kay, uh, out of the Sports Information Department, for, for Baylor, has done a tremendous job as the analyst on these basketball broadcasts. And you you know, Stretch, how hard it is to, to be an analyst. He's not – so Pat Nunley's moved from the analyst chair to the play-by-play chair, and that's not an easy task. And these broadcasts have been really, really good and uh, re- very informative, and it's fun to listen to. Yeah, and you got to you got to take you know you have to you you know this you have to put in the work. I mean, you got to put in the time and the watch enough tape and understand that you're comfortable with what you're getting behind the mic to say. Yeah, that's going to do it for us. Thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow at three. Have yourself a wonderful evening.